Yeah, I mean, I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, as you said, I don't. If there was a scout for every single team, we would have potentially seen one. But also, the Riders, as I, they're making it up as they go in regards to the overall series of boards. So, and I think it's even doubly that minimum because the Riders changed. Like Kodachi is now out, and now Masaji Takishimoto took back over. So, in regards to his plans and like Kodachi's plans, it might have completely changed. Well. His plans for the series, the series plans might have completely changed because Masashi Kishimoto is now involved. So you just never know, honestly. Right. You never know. So I was watching another thing that I was watching in your video. You was talking about the staff that um, Kawaki has at the end, like not the end, but the first episode when he's facing off yeah. with Boruto. So mm-hmm. how do you think he got that staff? Do you think that was just like the the story, the story writers not knowing what the hell they was going to do in the future, and they just gave him Orishi, um, Ishiki staff? Or do you think that Ishiki's going to give him that karma? Or he going to get find a way to get Ishiki's karma sale? Or like, how do you think he got that stuff? Yeah, to be honest, what you said, it's possible that the writers were just freehanded. What they did say is that they were going to change some cosmetic things from that specific scene. So the scene isn't necessarily going to be mm-hmm. a one-to-one comparison. So in regards to him essentially even getting the staff, he might not even have the staff when the scene actually does come about in the actual anime. But I always, you know, in the video, I talked about it in and in a in an in essence of people asking me if I think Kawaki will learn the ability to actually shrink things. And I think him having the staff is definitely a telling sign that he would get that ability. I think it's called Sukuna Hikona or something like that. Yeah. I think the staff is definitely telling of it mainly because the staff essentially is a tool for that ability. Jigen essentially used that a lot of the times when he was in Taijutsu battle, essentially like like completely, I, what was the, what's the word? Uh, impaling his enemies. Yeah. Like, he'd do that a lot of the times with that similar, with those similar type of rods. Now, obviously, specifically, that rod right there, it, that might not be the one that's actually doing the impaling. But, of course, that right there is a tool of Sukuna Hikona. And because of that, I think that Kawaki probably just learned Sukuna Hikona through probably the Karma Seal or probably even just through actual training and wanted to be a little bit more like Ishiki Gotsuki because most likely that's, like, the strongest character that he's ever really seen before. Period point blank. He's the strongest character in the whole entire series. If you want to count Baron Monaruto, that right there is a point of contention, middle because Ishiko Tsuki did actually beat Baron Monaruto. Besides the point, but it wouldn't necessarily be out of the scope or realm of possibilities that my guy just tried to actually emulate what Ishiko Tsuki was actually trying to do. Yeah, that's true. I feel you on that one. So, you do you think that that karma soda he has in the future is definitely going to come from Amado? Like I, I like with those. I like to think that with those. Um, what do they call it? The um, the tablets or whatever they was, the crack tablets, the stone mm. tablets or whatever. I like to think that Amado. This is just my head cannon. I think Amado is a Osuski. I think we already talked about this before, but I think he's an yeah. Osuski. I think he's in a vessel for Osuski that's breaking down because he's an old dude. So the vessel that they chose, he probably has been a vessel for a long time, and he's looking for a new one. That's why he's telling Kawaki, "Hey, I can give you a new karma cell, but it's going to come in the form of all power. Nobody's going to resurrect you. If he's a big brain, then he's going to think." Uh, maybe let me just tell him that nobody's going to resurrect him, so he takes this karma cell, so I can, you know, resurrect through him because he wouldn't have no idea. But who knows? Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely impossible. That's why I mean, that's essentially why Kawaki didn't take it originally. Like, let's be honest, if Kawaki, if there was, if Kawaki understood the full truth and he knew one hundred percent, nothing, no downside would come from him obtaining the karma cell again. He probably would have taken it right then and there on the spot. But because Kawaki and everybody else is just so not sure about Amado, I'm pretty sure he didn't necessarily want to actually take it. What we do understand is that Amado, 
He's a sly fox, dog. He does a lot of things in his best interest. And of course, he outsmarts a lot of people. He essentially fondled Shikamaru on his first appearance <laughs> in the head. Lee feels like, let's keep it a G. No one just does that right, to Shikamaru. Right. So Amato definitely knows what he's doing. And of course, a lot of people aren't necessarily going to fully trust Amato. But honestly, he does things in a way where you can't necessarily say for sure that he's doing something like for him, like in his best interest. Or because, to be honest, if you wanted to make the case that Amada was 100% for the Hidden Leaf Village, you can easily make that case. Mm -hmm. But because we understand what, what Amada's past is and, of course, how Amada is as a character, we all just think, like, we just have a hunch that he's doing things for himself. So I think, of course, I think he could definitely gain trust with Kawaki in the future and then and play him with the Karma Seal, like, give him a Karma Seal. Now, hypothetically, if he is actually an Otsuki member, I don't fully know. I think... I'm I'm it's honestly gonna I'm mind. honestly gonna, yeah it's definitely headcanon but it, it's it's good like these are things that we have to speculate about because you just never know and of course in the future all this stuff could end up being true you never know yeah how do you feel about Amado and the anime though versus the manga because he, they they make him seem like very very like uh, how do you, how can you say like suspicious in a manga but if you watch him in anime he doesn't seem as suspicious as he does in the in the manga if that makes any sense like the the way they draw his face the facial expressions he makes in the in the manga seems more menacing than in the anime do you have do you get that well, yeah. too or no well see yeah the thing about the manga is that it's it's a lot more subtle like there, it leaves a lot more to imagination so in the anime everything is just straight flat out like you understand the tone of what amato is saying things in you understand the diet you understand the actual flow of the conversation and of course his facial expressions are going to mimic exactly what he's actually saying in the anime now in the manga it just leaves everything up to interpretation and of course a character like amato we automatically think he's going to be shady it doesn't even matter if in the next chapter let's keep it in the next chapter if amato comes out and has some speaking rules we're going to automatically think he's full of shit like we don't even need to see how he looks what he's actually saying we automatically think that he's bsing so i think the anime because it's so it, it, re it reveals a lot more of Amato's personality. It kind of puts us a little bit more at ease, but because of the manga, there's just so much left just to just imagination. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, if you was an anime only, like, say you haven't watched the... you. I'm sorry, say you haven't read the manga or anything like that, would you would you think Amato was a suspicious person, or you think that he was actually helping the Leaf? Oh, no, I definitely think he's suspicious. No, 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 I know you th I think he's suspicious. I'm talking about, like, if you just... No. If you never read the manga... No, yeah, I would definitely think he's suspicious. The Here's the thing. What we have to understand is that Amato played Ishiki Otsuki for a fool for years and years and years on end. We ourselves would have to be a fool to think that he's just 100% loyal to Naruto and not actually question that. Like, Ishiki Otsuki thought he was loyal to the Kata organization. Every member of the Kata organization thought he was loyal to the Kata organization. Hell, Kawaki, when Amato pulled up to the Hidden Leaf Village, he was stunned. He almost peed on himself. <laughs> Things like that we have to take into account. So, of mm -hmm. course, when he's essentially getting all buddy-buddy with Naruto, we have to make that parallel with Naruto and Ishiki Otsuki. Is he playing Naruto just like how he played Ishiki Otsuki? Right, right. No, that's facts. I was also looking, and you brought up the movie, too. Like, we haven't got a movie at all. And, the well, we have one movie, which have been the, what, what was that movie called? The first movie? No, the it's the first movie, movie, but I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that movie came out before the series actually, like, really released, before the anime released. I'm talking, like, like during the anime, like, ever since 2017, like, we haven't really gotten a movie. 
Like that's crazy. And nah, as you true. know, and, and as you know, in a, when Naruto was out running around, it was essentially mm-hmm. putting out a movie like every other week. And I, yo, again, Jump Festa is coming out in I think seven, six, seven days, something like that. Yeah. Board to Jump Festa, they should be doing a panel, Q and A's, a whole bunch of announcements and stuff like that. I don't necessarily want to say for sure that they're going to be announcing a movie, but if they were to be announcing a movie, it would most likely be then. I personally don't necessarily think that we should be expecting that, but of course that would be the time. I was watching Seth the Programmer, and I think it was six. They did a video, um, Boruto versus Naruto, and in it, mm. it was like the time travel arc should have been a movie instead of being, um, you know, in the anime. Like a, would you call that anime canon? Because they said they don't think it's canon. I know for sure it's canon, just because of the Thunder yeah, it's Train. Canon. Yeah, just because of the Thunder Train. So it's for sure canon. But how would you like? Would you rather have seen that in movie format, or you think that the anime making it like a part of the you know anime was legit? Uh, definitely a movie. See, here's the thing. We I think we talked about this already. Did we? The, yeah, I think we did. The Urashiki thing was just such a disappointment because I believe they tried to condense it into an anime and kind of make it flow anime wise and they didn't necessarily have enough time to actually work on frame by frame scene by scene exactly how they wanted it to flow urushiki being taken down by naruto and boruto getting naruto and boruto makes absolutely no, no sense. sense yeah absolutely no sense realistically i could go out on a limb and actually say foretells naruto would absolutely demolish both of them and it's not even anything in regards to scale like urushiki should be able to one tap both of them mm-hmm. and especially I, I i don't necessarily want to cast any spurs on jiraiya but we we seen what jiraiya did versus pain right and he had a renegon right he just had a bait like that pain, pain is one of my favorite characters he shouldn't be able to hold a candle to a character like urushiki otsuki mm-hmm. urushiki should have realistically one or two tap jiraiya sage mode or without sage mode the only person that should have actually been the guy to actually face urushiki otsuki should have been sasuke and i've been saying this for a very long time essentially grandstanding that whole arc should have came down to sasuke versus urushiki otsuki period point blank i don't care i don't care that cool. yo i I could have cared less about Naruto and and Boruto having their bond, having their 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 unison Rasengan, essentially like the the Gohan and Goku Kamehameha knockoff. Mm-hmm. I don't care about Father, that. Son, I think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, I think everybody, well, with the, <laughs> I think everybody could. Well, this is the popular opinion. I should say I won't. I won't say everybody. The popular sentiment during that time was that Urushiki should be facing Sasuke. We they both had the same exact Renegon. The mm-hmm. only difference is that Urushiki's Renegon was red. They both had they what's it called? Urushiki Otsuki was an Otsuki member, essentially saying that he was a, he should be on the same level as Sasuke. What we did understand is that Sasuke himself during that time he was essentially on a losing streak because at right. to, to start the whole entire arc. Urushiki stole all of Sasuke's chakra, so we right. thought that Sasuke was going to get his get back at the end of the arc. That didn't happen. It was essentially all setting up for Sasuke versus Urushiki Otsuki. Sasuke just never got his chakra back. What I thought should have happened is that during that entire arc, Sasuke should have went around and started and started stealing people's chakra and actually filled back up to to to, to his actual chakra set and actually start to fight Urushiki when he's hundred percent. That didn't happen for some odd reason. I have absolutely no idea. Sasuke understands that there's an Otsuki level threat wandering around and he just decides like, hey, I won't get stronger. I won't take anybody's chakra. 
I'll just chill like how I am. It makes absolutely no sense. I think the writers understood it made no sense. And because it made no sense in the anime, I think it could have been a lot more thought out and well more and a lot more well planned in a, in a movie format. Because of that, I think it should have definitely been a movie, 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. But, One thing that you just brought up, though, I didn't know Sasuke can steal Chakra. Yeah, so we've seen Sasuke steal Chakra from Naruto. It's an, it's an ability from the Renegon. We've seen him steal Chakra from Naruto during the last, um, the battle, the final battle. Refresh my memory. I don't remember that. Well, this is essentially like during the end of it when they were both completely out of chakra naruto still had a tad bit of chakra left and sasuke essentially stole that chakra and decided to use it for the shidori the last shidori he used that for the shidori and of course naruto counteracted that with the rasengan that was essentially the last blow they had before they lost their arms that's what led to them losing their arms by the way Melo's in the chat oh, Melo, you already know that yeah in shippuden oh, i'm not okay, talking about okay, boruto okay. i'm talking oh, about okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah i think you're talking about yeah, I, like, I don't ever remember him doing that yeah, yeah. By the way, Melo's in the chat. Melo, you know, if you want to hop on, you can hop on. Ain't, ain't nothing different. Yeah, but, Melo, my bad, bro. I, I didn't mean to, to, to BS. I wasn't BS, and I was literally stuck in traffic for two hours. That shit was insane. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah. I was going to ask you one more thing, too, though. Um, yeah, no, I was going to go off of the back where we was talking about. So, like, it, I think it was kind of an ass pull, because if you remember, the first two people who was fighting, um... Urashiki was Gara and Sasuke. Then they fight him twice. Oh my goodness! You don't you don't even want to you don't even want to make me get on that. You know my feelings about Gara. I named my whole entire channel about. No no no. Uh, I know the, I know. But I'm saying though, like, how come Gara and Sasuke, who's two powerhouses, couldn't take down Urashiki? But then we have uh, what One Tail Naruto and Base um, Base Boruto taking them out uh, with a Rasengan. This- Exact. That was that was the problem. That was that was the problem. First thing, I I'll, I'll talk about the guard thing later. But Urushige was supposed to be strong. He was supposed to be strong. He was up again going back to Urushige versus Sasuke. He was supposed to push Sasuke to the limit. He was supposed to be essentially. I wouldn't necessarily he. I wouldn't necessarily say he was supposed to be Ishiki Otsuki to Barry Motes Naruto, but. Urushiki in a potential battle versus Sasuke on paper should have been stronger than Sasuke. How it got completely misconstrued, turned and flipped completely upside down to where Naruto and Boruto are the ones to actually defeat Urushiki is beyond me. Here's the thing. I even made a video about it during the tuning exam, essentially comparing and contrasting uh, Sasuke and Urushiki. In that video, I even said Urushiki should be stronger than Sasuke. This is before we even seen anything about the Urushiki arc. We already had a feeling that the Urushiki arc was going to actually be something on the horizon, but we hadn't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I said on paper, Urushiki should be should watch Sasuke. Not necessarily watch, but he should have the upper hand on Sasuke because he's an old Suzuki member with the with essentially the same dojutsu. He should have a lot more chakra reserve than Sasuke and know how to use it a lot better than Sasuke because you know because he's an old Suzuki member. We don't know. He could be he could literally be a thousand years old. And he could have literally had a thousand years of training with the Renegon. No one would know at this particular point. Wow. Whereas Sasuke has regular Uchiha chakra. I wouldn't necessarily say regular Uchiha chakra reserves, but he has human chakra reserves in comparison to old Suski. of course he has a lot more chakra reserves in regards to the regular, regular human being but yeah, yeah. In, 
when when comparing it to Otsuki, like let's keep it a G. It, it shouldn't be anywhere close, and we've seen that in the actual arc when he was essentially like full, like always lackluster. He he never had chakra, but not only that, again. He should have been, Urushiki should have been a lot more skilled with his Renegons. And we never really seen Urushiki do a lot with his Renegons. Now, of course, he used it, but he did, he rarely used it. Like, he didn't no, use, he, used he didn't a use lot, a lot though. of it. He was going back in time and uh, he was going back and forward into time with his, he was doing a lot with that Renegon. I, I can't, I can't agree with that one. He did I'm talking that. about, Go ahead. I'm talking about in terms of battle. Like, we know the six pass, we know the six pass of that, that the Renegon gives you. We right barely seen any of that we barely seen him use we barely we barely seen him use the the things that sasuke does with the renegade even switch places if his renegade actually has that ability which we thought it did mainly because rishik's renegade was also toe mode right. there was just like in terms of like actual battle he didn't really use the renegade a lot now of course if you want to say he used the renegade to escape from attacks and like go to different time spaces uh go back in time of course no of course these are just hacks abilities that urge that otsuki members they, they're kind of expected to have but in terms of actual combat we didn't necessarily get to see the hacks that we expected yeah no that's true um and it was another thing though like he switched his renegade up. oh mellow caller right now mellow caller right now hold on Hold on, we waiting for Melo to call in. Melo was mad at me because I was taking too long. So Melo didn't want to be on the stream at first. No, play. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. The phone? Like, that's not the phone. You ain't answer the Discord call. Melo called us. Whoa, no, I didn't know that. Oh, my bad. Nah, I didn't. I thought he was going. I thought he was going to come on this one right here. No, okay, he calling again. No, I got it. Yeah. Hello. There we go. There we my, go. My was, bad. My bad. I was bad. in the wrong group. I was in the our car group, and it doesn't pop up. For yeah. Reason. Yeah. What's, what's up, guys? What's up? How you been? What's going on? Yep. We were we were just talking about Urushiki, of course, the debacle of what it was. And of course, I was just getting—I was hinting the fact that Urushiki should have been a character to rival Sasuke, but it just never manifested because I don't know why. Somehow, the writers thought that a, a better storyline would be Naruto and Boruto making a bootleg ripoff of the father and son Kamehameha to actually <laughs> defeat him. I seen it coming from a mile away. I remember when they was essentially training for it. I'm like, why in the world are these two Genins trained to defeat an Otsuki member like that right there is actually going to work? And at that time, I understood to myself, the writers are going to pull some absolute BS and not give us the battle that we've all been salivating for for essentially upwards of six months at that particular point. I can't, matter of fact, it wasn't even six points, six, six months. It was over a year. It was because that, because that arc happened around episode 140, give or take 140 and some change. And we originally seen Urushiki. Well, the last time that we did see Urushiki was around episode 65. It was prior to episode 65, but around episode 65. Not specifically, I think he actually appeared in episode 66. 
So ever since 66, we've all been salivating about Urushiki versus Sasuke. It all matched up. Otsuki member versus Sasuke. Renegon versus Renegon. Excuse me. Tomod Renegon versus Tomod Renegon. We all thought that right there was going to be the big bad fight. But nah, it turned out that Naruto, not not even Naruto, Gany Naruto and Gany Boruto are the people who actually defeated Urushiki Otsuki. It was absolutely disgusting. Do you think do you think Sasuke would be able to 1v1 him or would he still need help? Yo, I think that he, I think that he wouldn't, and I think that would have been that would have made for even an even better fight. That's interesting. I never, because I always did think it was strange that Urashiki was so fucking weak in comparison to a Momoshiki or a Kenshiki, to say nothing of Ishiki and Kaguya. But I always felt like he moved differently. Like, um, Momoshiki and Kenshiki's, like they had different jobs within their clan. They were supposed to go out in pairs and then cultivate the divine tree. So I feel like they needed to be strong enough to kind of lay waste to the civilizations that they conquered. Uh, where Urashiki, he came on like some espionage shit, right? He was completely and fundamentally different. At least that's what it felt like. So I wasn't quite sure if he was meant to be powerful up to their par or if he was just mm -hmm. like a, like a, like a, um, almost like a ninja operating in the shadows almost um so it's interesting that you say that i think that would have made for a much better fight though and it would have made a lot more sense well no free game brought up brought up essentially the beginning of that arc we've seen gara plus sasuke 2v1 and urushiki otsuki free game essentially said that was absolutely bs mainly because we've seen how the arc actually did end if he actually did get fondled by two genings plus jiraiya it shouldn't even be close but but <laughs> Yeah, realistically at that two kage level opponents like sasuke he's not a kage, kage but he's up there with the kages so that that was ass pull to me so what i'm just saying like urushiki was supposed to be that good in regards to versus gar and sasuke he's supposed to be that good you see what i'm saying and i believe like one of you one urushiki should have been able to actually beat sasuke just because of the sheer fact that he's a lot better with his running guns just because of the sheer fact that he's an old suski and everything like that but it should have been an absolutely amazing fight and it just wasn't that i don't know why it just wasn't that do you think a better battle would have been gara and sasuke instead of yes. naruto and Orto? yeah definitely well, well you know how i feel about gara but i think that if Sasuke were that genuinely fight, on, if we were to get on, a gen, up, right. at mm. least we, yeah, I think I used just about to say the same thing I want. I was wanted to say if, if we would at least got like to see the fight with Gara and Sasuke and get a real reason why they lost to him, then all right, yeah, it would probably made a little bit more sense. But we didn't even see that. They didn't even. They showed us like the end when he pulled out Sasuke's chakra. So, yeah. Do you guys think? Yeah. Um, do you think Urashiki is stronger than Kenshiki? Because Kenshiki was went one v one with him. Yeah, so exactly. That don't make no sense. But Urashiki was able to like, in terms of results on Sasuke, in comparison between Urashiki and Kenshiki, I think it's definitive. Kens like Urashiki had better results versus a Sasuke, you know, depending on the circumstance, than a Kenshiki did. Now I do think Kenshiki would have dusted his ass if he didn't run away because he was running out of chakra, of course. But I, I think, I don't know, like, was Urashiki supposed to be the powerhouse that a Kenshiki was? Or was he supposed to be, like, the trickster, like a Loki? Like, oh, you know, I'm not as like powerful, I like but... That. I like that. Exactly. I'm not as powerful, but I'm super strategic. I'm very um, 
like intellectual, maybe that was like supposed to be his strength because a lot of the time he talked about, you know, my techniques were made for defense, not offense. Um, but he's using them in a more offensive way because his opponents are so much weaker. I would say there's no scenario in where fucking Boruto and Kid Naruto should ever be able to one v one. I mean, um, two v one a fucking O two Suki under no circumstances. To me, did that make any sense? And I think that really diminished Shiki's character. Well, I, I don't know if y'all were around back in the day when 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 everything was like real, literally speculation. By the way, Peter is in the, in the chat. He's essentially asking, wasn't it Gar and the Mizukage? You're talking about their battle in the actual shooting exam. We're talking about the actual Urushiki arc. During the Urushiki arc, it was completely different. Urushiki pulled up in the first time that we did actually get to see Urushiki. He was in mid-battle versus Gar and Sasuke. Now, the temperature around Urushiki Yosuke after the tuning exam is that he could have possibly been, like, genuinely been the strongest of the trio. People had actually thought this. Now, when it actually did come through to fruition, when he was essentially fighting against Naruto and Boruto, it was an absolute shock. But in regards to, like, hypothetical, because we were talking about in the case of if it was a movie, the overall biggest fight should have been Sasuke versus Urushiki, period, point blank. Now, hypothetically how strong do i think urushiki actually is i think he's definitely stronger than kinchiki i think we've seen that just because of their fights versus sasuke he was essentially like i he was doing sasuke absolutely dirty i i, I don't know if y'all remember this this man i think he's actually stepped on sasuke's back or head or something like that he, was, he made sasuke look like a fool but again that right there and then putting that right beside the fact that he lost to naruto and boruto getting naruto and getting bored so that it's just completely contradictory. Base and to be no honest, karma seal like that. Exactly. No karma seal. Oh my goodness, I forgot to mention that. Now, uh, I, I I don't even want to mention a Jogan. But if we were to actually believe, you feel me, hypothetically, that Urushiki is supposed to be that strong, I don't know why the writers thought it was a thought it was a good idea to have. Naruto and Boruto be the ones to actually defeat Urushiki Otsuzuki. I believe it would have done. It would have been massive if it would have just been an anime, just elite animation, elite choreography. Just Sasuke versus Urushiki, hacks versus hacks, and everything would would have just been insane. I thought that should have been the actual case. Like I don't know why, but they they just didn't have it. So if we can get a, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Melo. Go ahead, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, you good. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, like, since we're talking about a movie, in the form of a movie, since we didn't get that, what do you guys think that we should get for a movie? Like, do you think that they should, like, do a movie that, like, um, kind of links us into the time skip? Hmm. Uh, linking into the time skip, that would be a little bit tricky, mainly because we'd essentially be running into a similar problem that we did run into with the previous movie of course the movie that came out before the series even started the problem that we came into with that is that no one really cared about the first 50 episodes everybody just wanted to get to the tuning exam to get new content the biggest reason for that is because we knew characters were safe for example if boruto or not not even boruto let's say hypothetically shikadai went on a mission there was no fear or threat that he'd actually die on that mission because we've seen him in the tuning exam i think it would be even on a grander scale in the time skip movie mail because the time skip is supposed to be a part where there's a lot of serious things going on. Literally every single episode, someone can possibly die. Right. Similar to Naruto, like the first 
fighting um, similar to Naruto Shippuden. Like, literally, the first fight in Naruto Shippuden was two goats. My favorite character, Gara, versus an Akatsuki member. And that was right, that right there is essentially when the Akatsuki were like the Holy Grails. And of course, Gara died in that actual in, in that actual battle. So, essentially, making a movie would, unless it's a movie of the first five episodes or something like that it's gonna effectively take away a lot of the mystique and a lot of the actual tension around characters potentially dying i don't necessarily think they want to do that after what happened in, during the first movie so um <clears throat> i think i don't want a movie that brand like okay so i know we talked about like the otsusuki getting their own movie right mm-hmm. if i remember i don't i don't want that because often you'll find in movies there's not enough time to really flesh out the details like you really would want versus like a series or something like that, right? So I'm not sure, like, I don't want that in a movie. I don't want Code's backstory in a movie. Um, but I also don't want like some Elseworld story where we just get like the villain of the movie and then we just beat him and we move on. It's not really impactful on the actual plot or story. So I suppose what I would want is something like what Free suggested or, or brought up. Like something that kind of is like that's really relevant to the actual plot progression of the series, but at the same time, something that maybe kicks it off and then we can finish it in the actual anime or the manga or something of the sort. I, I'm not entirely sure, but like maybe like okay, we get some of Code's backstory, I suppose, and then Code has like this we have this like this major arc where we need to find Code, defeat him, defeat Ada, so on and so forth. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen Yu Yu Hakusho, but like you know. Yeah. The four Saint Beats are a uh, Saint Beast arc where we gotta like run into this castle and it's like all these layers and we gotta fight our way up the castle to get to the main villain, yeah, something like right. that. Yeah, yeah. So I think something like that would be super fucking cool. Um, and then after that, you know, introduce some more cyborgs, something like that, and then it bleeds over into the actual series. But I'm not sure. We'll have to see. I think something that could be very interesting is what attack on titan did personally in my opinion personally in my opinion the best battle anime of all time but what they did in the first four episodes of the of the most recent season is that they sorry i haven't seen it i haven't seen it oh my bad my bad my bad my bad well is there hmm? any way to allude to it without me getting spoiled yeah 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 i could definitely allude to it the first four episodes of the of the of the most recent season, what they did was they essentially gave a full other portion of the story that no that was completely foreign to the actual series that we have been watching for the first three seasons. You mean now, when, I'm sorry it, to cut you off, but I, I watched. No, you the you don't well. you can't give any spoilers. You can't no, no, give no, any it's spoilers. Not, I'm not trying to give any spoilers. <laughs> I can can allude to it. I'm not going to give anything out. You're talking about when they mm-hmm. went over to the other side, right? And they started giving their story. Yeah, yeah but yeah, okay. the first, yeah, yeah, essentially that. Now the other same thing, same thing can go down in a board. So you can have in 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 a movie like giving the side of like let's say the organ, the 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 um how the Kata organization started, or potentially even the Otsuski clan. Just give a full mm-hmm. other storyline, a full mm-hmm. other arc, and then right, when the right. anime actually does start. Tied into the original characters, tied into Boruto, tied into Naruto, and then we and then we and then we kick it off from that. I think that would definitely be interesting. Like kind of how they kind of how do they like bring uh, stuff from like the um, what do they call the novels into the series? Like they just uh, pretty much like hint at it. 
like they can hand out well, things not, from the movie but not really like adapt the movie into the actual um anime is what you're saying well kind of like that but novels don't have that heat to be honest they, they don't have, they don't really have that heat that i'm expecting <laughs> no, no no i'm not saying adapt the um adapt the any of the novels i'm saying like how they in the anime they will uh reference the novels like a lot of mm-hmm. the stuff in the anime has references to uh, the Sasuke Shinden, like, you know, the Gara Hinden and stuff like that. So, like, mm-hmm. basically, they never, they like, some of them gets adapted into the anime, but not all of them. But they still will reference stuff from the novels. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. with, um, what's uh, Shikamaru's wife's name? I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Tamara. Tamara, yeah. yeah. Tamara. So, they have, like, this tension with uh, the Sand Village because Tamari married Shikamaru. And she's the princess of the sand. So that makes um, their son the potential next heir to be the Kazekage at uh, the sand village. So they're upset because I say that that kind of messes up the, the power balance because um, somebody it will be somebody from the leaf who would be next in line to inherit the Kazekage uh, position because... Mm. you know that he so that's alluded in the in the, um, in the manga. But I mean, I'm sorry, and in the novels, but it never got adapted into that anime. Like you haven't seen this in Boruto. I think they just hinted hinted towards it. So what they can do is basically they can make a movie, and the movie can be canon to the story, just like how the novels are canon to the story. But they don't have to adapt the actual movie into the anime. They can just you know continue the story and just reference stuff from the movie, like either have flashbacks or something like that to what something that happened into the movie. And you know, mm-hmm. just just incorporate it into the storyline that way. So the movie is still canon, but we don't have to have have to watch like fifty episodes of the movie, kind of like how they did with the first movie when they adapted into Boruto. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's decent. I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. It'll kind of be like a, something subtle. It wouldn't necessarily be too overt, where you you you're just like waiting for the events to unfold. I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I think it would. I think it would be really cool if, I think in hindsight they can't really. I mean, they can't do it now because we've already got like the car organization. Most all of them are pretty much defeated for the most part. I think it would. It would have been really cool to flesh them out more so in movies, like maybe have like Boro have his own movie. You know, he's like the villain of that movie, but we don't defeat him. But in the anime, we we kind of finish him off, and then maybe have like Delta have her own movie. And then have Deepa have his own movie, but like their ends come in the actual series itself. I think this mm. would be an excellent way to flesh out this organization because if we're comparing them to the Akatsuki, they pale in comparison in terms of uh, character development, in terms of um, uh, how charismatic they are. They're kind of lame in comparison. And I think a movie would have been an excellent way to make them stand out amongst their own organization, make them the main big bad of the movie. Um, and then after we kind of like stop them or maybe they even succeed in their overall mission. Um, but, but then we finish them off in the actual series proper. And I think that would have bolstered these characters in a meaningful way. Um, but what you were talking about with Shikadai, man, Oh, what a great arc that would be like Tamari's the princess, like the Kazakage clan, they passed the title of Kage through that actual bloodlines, like royalty and the princess, um, she defects to Konoha has a child which is actually the heir to the Kazakage title right. by birth, by right. blood. 
where Shinky's just adopted, right? So honestly, Shikadai should be Kazakage next in line in, 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 in terms of um, bloodline. So that's so fucking cool if they adopt uh, adopted that. Like into you talking about like into a movie type thing? Not even that. Just like a mini arc or something. Like maybe like a four episode arc. I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. Um, we get more character development for Shikadai and subsequently in a Shikadai show in general. Um, add Shinky. Maybe we get a dope battle between Shinky and Shikadai for the crown. Pseudo, mm. quote unquote. Like nothing official, but like maybe they just kind of like Shinky kind of is the one pushing the action. Like, you know, hey, look, I'm his son. I feel like I'm I'm the one that's, you know, heir to the throne shikadai doesn't even want it but they have a battle and we could see like where shikadai re- uh, stacks up against someone like a, a shinky and how his tactics can really match up against shinky's power i think that would be super cool um i see i that, see what's know. going on here no, no i see what's going on i see what's going on here i think when they were academy students shikadai made a slight a sly remark to sarda during a, the female versus male battle and now Mello wants to see Shinky get his brakes beaten off of him. Well, <laughs> Shinky not get his brakes beaten off him by Shinky. Like, this, I, it's all lining when, up. Yo, Mello, you're not slick. Come on, bro. Bar, <laughs> bar. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're not was slick. I, was I not the one arguing for Shigadai? versus boruto like base boruto without the karma seal like i'm the one that was arguing for my boy shikadai where it was 3v1 so okay well that's me. just a hypothetical battle i personally believe that you would enjoy sitting down and seeing shinky just wailing on shikadai bro just nah. because just because he said something <laughs> just because he said something to sarda a couple years ago oh, hey, wow. hey look sarda look sarda is my favorite new gen character she's a lot like kakashi like and i think that's i think that's why but shikadai's up there for me too yeah i like shikadai yeah he's cool his character is pretty um well written if i can give him that yeah i, like I will shikadai. say this though um oh, i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you what were you saying no, I was just going to say, Shikadai is going to run into the same problem that Shikamaru ran into. Now, we all respect Shikamaru and everything like that, but in regards to the war arc, let's be honest, let's be completely frank. In regards to fighting against characters like characters like Madara, Obito, the top of the top tier, yeah, Shikamaru was completely was priced yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, he was completely priced out. Now, unless, now, in the advent of scientific technology, that could be aided with Shikadai, but I just personally believe that he's also going to be priced out similar to how even chicago back in the day was priced out i i just i just want to see shikadai in in the trenches but i don't necessarily see it's going to be i don't necessarily think it's going to be feasible without scientific technology uh, I, not, I, I mean, um i'm sorry to cut you off mellow um yeah I, I i maybe not though because shikadai he's he is like shikamaru but shikamaru only <clears> knows <throat> yang release or ying release or whatever it is he can only really do the shadow paralysis. Shikadai more, knows m- more because he's not a f- uh, full Nara clan. You know, he still knows some juices from his mom. So it's possible for him to, you know, incorporate more things into his shadow um, shadow paralysis or shadow jutsu or whatever and add an extra chakra. It's, it's a lot of possibilities for him because he just doesn't do one thing kind of like Shik- uh, Shikamaru did. And he's smart as no. hell. No, yeah, definitely. There's a there's a lot of possibilities, but the possibilities didn't even co- the possibilities didn't come from Shigamaro. I don't really expect the possibilities to come from Shigadai. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. let's keep it a G. Right. At nighttime, Shigadai should be at his peak because everything's a shadow. Now I understand they made they built they built that weakness in for Shigamaro, but I think if he were to actually participate among the elites, 
that should have been one of his biggest advantages because everything is a shadow. Anything that the shadow touches should have been under the control of Shikamaru if he would have been on the level of like a moderate or something like that. That would have 100% put him at that level. That plus his smarts, oh yeah, he'd have been a problem. Well, let me ask you this though. If we removed all the Gary Stew, Mary Sue elements from like a Boruto or a Kawaki, do you think Shigadai would like base to base, right? Shigadai scales to the top tiers of his generation. Like if if I'm saying like if you gave Shigadai a karma seal, like would he scale up there with a Boruto? I think obviously that would be the case, right? But like, if you remove like the Gary Stew elements, the forced I'm gonna give you just random power elements, I think Shigadai would really be like one of the best in his era. Well, see, the thing about Shigadai is that he doesn't really have a lot of flat out abilities. It would essentially come from his smarts, and of course, if you just want to make it like bare bones, just smarts and basic abilities versus basic abilities, you're completely correct. But I think. If we're being realistic, I think we'd have to just add in like the the big like as you say as you call it ass pulls the the hacks juices and stuff like that. So yeah, you you're right in your case, but I think it's just just unrealistic to to make that the case. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely not the case. I don't know. I just I feel like characters like Shikadai. Look, it all depends on how you want to write them. Will he ever be boxing against like the god tier? Ishiki Otsutsuki types probably not. Um, I wouldn't. He even should be. I think he should be. I, well, well, not Ishiki. No, not Ishiki. Well, uh, not Ishiki. Let, let's say <clears throat> he should be boxing versus a character like Delta per se. You whoa, see what like like and Apex it, Prime Prime Shinkadai. Ab- yeah, absolutely. And I'm remind you, I'm the person that said Delta is essentially matching prime naruto not barrymore naruto but prime naruto and just flat out taijutsu i think one of the things that we do understand from the nara clan is that they lack in taijutsu and of course for that to be generations on generations that should have been one of the main things that shikadai wanted to work on mainly because he's seen the disadvantages that it brought to his father his grandfather and potentially so on so because of that i think that he should have put an extra emphasis on that and even put hey might even like train under like rock lee might guy something like that to make that one of his biggest focal points because remember taijutsu isn't necessarily just flat out like hey i i, I have to master such and nah rock lee didn't have ninjutsu at all and one of the and, and it's still one of the most elite taijutsu users in the whole entire series now obviously it wouldn't necessarily be logical to think that shikadai would be able to work on his taijutsu as much as like a rock lee or something like that but i think he should have definitely tried to adopt some of those practices and potentially even learn some of the gates or something like that if of course mike guy and rock lee were actually able to tr- to, to, to teach him something like that and that right there could, could have potentially put his level like a lot higher or his ceiling a lot higher than it would be without taijutsu similar to what shikamaru and what um and what in and, and Chicago their ceiling was. Who do we think is like the best pure shinobi? Like uh, remove all the bullshit. Um Hagoromo Chakra, uh Tailwood Beast, um Jinshuriki, all that shit. Like who's like the most pure rawish shinobi? Like maybe like a Hashirama, maybe? Well, just I well again. Hashirama has sage mode. He has wood release. You'd essentially have to be stripping him of, 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 of a bunch of that. Well, like, well, the reason, well, the reason why I ask that is because, like, I'm I'm trying to remove like the sci-fi fantastical elements and kind of ground the series in a hypothetical where 
we're still talking about ninja we're like shinobi are like the the standard so i'm trying to figure out who is the best like what hiruzen sarutobi the god of shinobi at his apex really young i think i think shikadai like if the series was actually about ninja and what we saw um from ninja i think characters like shikadai and, and so on and so forth in terms of where like the world they actually live in and the shinobi world i think in the shinobi world shikadai could really be a fucking god he has the genetics for it he could potentially i'm not sure unlock some kind of magna release but i feel like a keke genkai would have manifested at this point so i'm not gonna go that way but i i don't know i feel like to ask shikadai to account for like a whole ass tail beast to where he would scale to a naruto or something of the sort, I think that's asking too much. It's the same reason why Konohamaru is not really at that level, too. Because he's he's a dope-ass shinobi, but he's not really no, he's good not. at fighting the gods. Stop it. You, Stop you, don't, you don't think in a series just about shinobi, Konohamaru would be written better? Absolutely not. Who has Konohamaru lost to? What do you mean, who has Konohamaru lost to? He lost to everybody. I... I Am I missing something? He lost to everybody. No, his only battle, real battle, was with um old boy who was immortal, and he took him out. That was his only real battle. Shikamaru hasn't lost anybody. Immortal. Konohamaru. Oh, Konohamaru. Sorry. Oh, you talking about Konohamaru? So, so, so sorry. So sorry. Thought you were talking about Shikamaru. I remember there was one W that well, he, he did won, actually. He, he did. won to uh, my bad. He won to uh, old boy uh, with all the nature energy. What's his name? Uh, he, uh, yeah, and he and then he used the wind star I sang on to take him out. I remember that. But in regards to full, it, it really just depends on what you, you consider know. Shinobi abilities. Like for example, I, I could easily say like Minato would be that guy. But are you going to consider flying Raijin like a hacks ability that you can't really consider? I'd say Hashirama, but are you going to consider Sage Mode like one of those hacks abilities? Wood style one of those hacks abilities? I can no, consider no, Modder, but are you... Hmm? No, I would. Like, like all I'm saying is, like, I have to factor in Chakra, even though that stems from the Otsutsuki, but I have to factor that in. So, aside from, like, that and, like, visual dojutsu, which stem from the Otsutsuki, what I'm trying to do is, like, remove as much influence from the Otsutsuki as possible without, like, removing, like, Madara's Sharingan or his Susanoo. Um, and what I'm saying well, is, it, in, in, I, like, I'm, in the world of Shinobi, I think Konohamaru and, and, and Shikadai, I think they're really fucking nasty. But the problem is, we keep trying to scale them. <laughs> we keep trying to scale a Shikadai to a Boruto who has, like, alien technology that instantly propels him to, like, God-tier status. Or, like, we're trying to compare, like, Konohamaru to, like, uh, Akashin Koji or or any opponent that he's got to your opponent that he's faced that have like these cybernetic enhancements that propel them to like beyond she Putin's here antagonist and I don't think that's really fair to say no I think you're significantly underrating a lot of the ninjas to say that Konohamaru and Shikadai would potentially be up there I mean of course I, I do want to point this out I am a biased Gara fan so take this with a grain of salt but Gara himself would essentially be like it, going by your standard would probably be up there. It would be stronger than Konohamaru. Would be stronger than um than Shikadai. I think one of the biggest proponents of 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 Gara's growth, similar to what I was essentially talking about with um with Shikadai, was that he he completely gained a completely different element 
than what he was like actually known for. He was known for the Magnum release, and even in Boruto, he has Magnum release like fast enough to potentially even like keep up with Urushiki Yotsuji. Like Urushiki was literally running for his life in his fight against Gar. But also Taijutsu, as he took his skills to a completely different level after. Up until the tuning exam, he never really even learned Taijutsu. If you do recall, I believe there was an episode in Naruto Shippuden where there was a guy that actually rivaled Rock Lee in and flat out um Taijutsu. Yeah, and like was, he was, was actually dope. matching him. Yeah, and he was and Gar was actually matching him. Yeah, I think that I like hypothetically, like if you, if you were gonna actually like say, hey, Konohamaru and shit, could I potentially be on that level? The, he'd have to be like Taijutsu wise, he'd be up, he had to be up there. Ninjutsu wise, he'd have to be up there on God. Like, I don't even think that Nar, I don't even think that Gar is that guy. I think that you would, of course, have to go to the Minotos first, but I don't know if Konohamaru would be that guy you, you push well, it for right now. Would you guys say that Konohamaru is anywhere close to what his grandfather was? No, absolutely. What? No. Stop it. I'm just asking. This a question. <laughs> absolutely no, I, absolutely not. See, the thing about Konohamaru is that I hate to say this. No, you don't. It's you a mix it. of you love <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> See again, I, I blame I blame the writers. I blame the writers. It's a it's a mix of a couple things. The first things first, we expected a lot from Konohamaru. We expected Konohamaru to be at least a Kotsky level. And I always say this at least a Kotsky level. But he was not that. He's a regular Jonin. And that right there is saying that's, that's saying something, mainly because I could name a couple of Genies that were Chunis now that would be able to beat him. That's besides the point. But not only that, but also but also it's the lack of hacks abilities that Konohamaru just did just did not get. Now, of course, it doesn't have to be hacks abilities. I brought this up earlier with Gara. He essentially improved his Taijutsu to where he was matching a character of Rock Lee's stature during the tuning exam. And now in Boruto, he's essentially swapping hands with the likes of Otsutsuki members. I think that just flat out hard work, Konohamaru should have been up there and it just didn't manifest, period, point blank. So the reason why I asked um, who do we think is the strongest, like, pure shinobi in my hypothetical was, like, I'm not saying a Konohamaru or a Shikadai will or in, in my hypothetical should be Gati or should be Hashirama tier. That's not where I was going with that. I'm basically trying to establish how strong do we think, like, a Konohamaru is relative to, like, actual ninja instead of comparing these characters to, like, the one percent, like like the the main character Boruto or fucking. Oh no, no, he was completely not in those fights. I think if we were to compare Konohamaru to a character again, it would be the Akatsuki. But also to compare him to elites of the elites in regards to Flat Shinobi, it would have to be Gar. Gar doesn't have a tail beast. He doesn't have a dojutsu. He himself just worked flat, just just straight flat out hard work, intense intense training, a bunch of stuff like that. Konohamaru is just not even that. Well, he does have a kick at Genkai, so that gives him an advantage. But no, he me, lost his kick again, Kai. No, 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 no. He, he can still control the sand. No, the sand is mag. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's just release kick again, Kai. You want to consider that? I mean, no, that's yeah. just them. I so, so here's just, the thing like, do you think Zabuza from part one beats Konohamaru? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, okay. so now I understand. Okay, because that's why I'm trying to figure out like, where do you rank? Konohamaru amongst is that actual... really a hold on? I'm sorry, I, I I had my thing on mute and I was talking. <laughs> um, yeah. Nah, is that really a KK Genkai that he has? Because it, I think it's just too nature to tra- uh too sorry. Too that's nature, what a KK Genkai is. Natures. Oh, that's what it is. Two chakra natures, uh, two chakra natures mixed together. Yeah, you can combine yeah. 
um i think like earth and fire for like mag like lava or expulsion yeah. this is dope character named like um i think her name is like kakura kakuro or something where she has she's from the sand village she's a hero but like her government fucked her over it's, it's really cool filler that's why i love filler because like they'll b- branch out on like side characters that's really yeah. cool but she had like this explosion style fist where she punches you and fucking blows you up. It's really cool. But I, I always yeah, thought yeah, of Keke Genkai was just something that was special to a certain, you know, um, clan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, how... like, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. My bad. No, 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 no I'm sorry. Um, Yeah, like, so certain characters, like, okay, Uchiha Shinigan, Keke Genkai, definitely. Um, Hyuga Byakugan. But yeah, certain people manifest certain. um combinations of ch- uh, uh, chakra natures that only they can use mm-hmm. so like um um you know shinki has a keke genkai because he has the like the iron sand that's a keke genkai that's a rare bloodline trait that um that only he can use or like the um previous kazakage could use as well but he's a doctor um, yeah i think exactly but he's still whatever in his genetics is still manifested within him he doesn't need to be like from a named clan to have a keke genkai it can just think, manifest think, within certain people. I think an easier one to explain would possibly be Haku. She essentially, well, he essentially mixed <laughs> wind and water together to make ice. That right there is just a flat out kick again. We even seen a character like that during the Mujina. I think I think it was the Mujina or the yeah, Byakuya the, the gang. We've yeah. seen one of those characters also with a, with a, with a Kekagenkai, the Ice Kekagenkai. It's essentially just mixing two of them together. Yeah, the reason why I didn't use Haku was because Haku was actually from a clan, I do believe. Or was that um, um, Kimimaru? Yeah, Kimimaru is from an actual clan. The yeah, has, clan. Yeah, he has like the fucking bone shit. But yeah, yeah, Kekagenkai can manifest in different ways. Um, Gara has a Kekagenkai, so does um, Shinki. But they're just not adopted. Um, I mean, they're just not related by blood, but they still manifest it separately. Uh, I mean, I mean, even if we don't want to use the Gar example, Rock Lee would beat the brakes off Konohama realistically. <sighs> I mean, I, I, I didn't say nothing. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I can't deny that. Like, like, okay. So for me, like for Konohamaru, like I argue for him so much. Yeah, I liked I like where they were projecting him to be at this point, where he should be, based off of how they did him as a kid. And but the whole thing is like the lore, lore wise, he should honestly be Kate level. There's no reason why like the writing, the the trajectory they had him on, the lore, he should be fucking Kage level. Like the stu- the first student of the the legendary seventh Hokage, the grandchild of the legendary third Hokage, a member of the, one of the most prestigious clans in the Leaf Village, fucking sorry Toby clan. Like fucking, he he should be that dude. And honestly, I think in Borto Part Two he will be similar to like a um, Kakashi in Part One. He was so weak, but in Part Two. Um, even even at the beginning of parts, so he was still kind of cucked. But then towards like the war arc, he kind of went fucking goaded. So I think they're gonna do something like that with a shit uh, um, Konohamaru. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. If you think Zabuza uh, beats Konohamaru, then I understand why you ran so low. Zabuza obliterates Konohamaru. What? We forget. No, I was gonna uh, just change the topic a little bit. I don't, oh I don't no, no, real real quick. I I want to stand one more second. The thing is. My thing with Konohama is that he's never really been a hard worker. Now, I understand 
story wise, of course, he was Naruto's um, what's it called? Um, Naruto's rival, rival. and of course, that right there was a, a nice little story. But realistically, he didn't. Re- he essentially took every a lot of things as a joke as a young kid, and that right there could potentially be why, as an adult, he really just really doesn't have that work. And one thing that we do, see again, one thing that we do understand from Naruto is that he gotten hacks after hacks after hacks after hacks not only that naruto did also work hard and i think konohamaru just didn't work to that level now i'm not saying that he didn't work of course he's a shinobi he became, he became a jonin for a reason but i don't necessarily think that he put in the time as elite shinobis he, i don't i just think that his character didn't allow for that so konohamaru definitely worked hard i mean anyone who masters the rasengan i think we have to say they put in a great deal of work to do so and also, wow, bored well, to learn in about a couple hours. Uh, a couple hours. Look, the passing of time with that was a little wonky. But look, here's what I'll say, man. Konohamaru, he didn't really have any adversity growing up. Like, as a kid, I think the most he ever faced was like a pain invasion. And he kind of held his own. And then from there, he, he was too young to participate in the war. And then after the war, there was an era of peace. Where there was really no major, major conflicts for him to kind of stretch out and be like, there was no inciting incident for him to become that dude. Whereas, like a Naruto, he kind of grew up, he was at like the perfect age to where like Shinobi shit was still real grimy, bro. Like fucking um, Zabuza, like motherfuckers were coming for your head. And then he had like the Akasuki was on his ass, so he had to get stronger. There were, there were things pushing Naruto in that direction. Where Konohamaru, when he was in his apex, his prime, in his like late 20s or whatever, where he is now, era of peace. No real need. So I think he's a byproduct of like, he, he's too fucking, he's, I, I would say he's too, he was too young for the smoke in Naruto Shippuden in Naruto Part 1. And he's fucking, um, and as a result of that, now that the gods are coming back within the landscape of the series and they're the current meta, he hasn't had a reason to get to that level, and I think now he does. And I think moving forwards, we're going to see something amazing from Konohamaru, at least in Boruto Part 2. Yo, to be honest, I see, I like Konohamaru. I'll just put it like that. I like Konohamaru. I think the writers did him dirty. And one of the biggest reasons... Here's one of the biggest things that I personally think that should have drove Konohamaru. And sim- this is a similar... This is like a similar story to like a Neji, for example, but to a different extent, but Konohamaru, for his adult, his adolescent years, he should have been, he should have spent all that time trying to to kill Orochimaru, one hundred percent. I don't think it should have been any excuse. Where we're now in our board, so and he's just all buddy buddy with Orochimaru, like nothing happened. I think that him losing his grandfather, we seen the emotion that came over Konohamaru. He know exactly who did it. He did. Orochimaru essentially said, "Come get it back in blood." And Konohamaru did absolutely nothing. Didn't wake up at six a.m. to go train. Didn't go. Didn't essentially read, read all the books about Orochimaru. Didn't find out where he was. Like for real, not for. And this, and again, just using the Naruto example because he's very similar to Naruto. Naruto didn't even lose anybody. He lost his, he his friend left on his own, and he could, and he and he made it his life mission. He made it his life mission to get stronger than Sasuke and bring him back. Konohamaru just never had that drive. Right I, now, don't be wrong. I think I think Konohamaru is a very good character. This isn't a referendum on Konohamaru at all, but I think the writers from the get go. Had uh, had an idea in mind for Konohamaru as being this playful, childish guy that wouldn't necessarily 
achieve any sort of greatness. Now, that right there is a problem with the board to rise. I think because he was such a core member of the whole entire storyline, he should have been at Kage level by now. This is all on the writers, but I think his character just didn't lend to that idea. No, yeah, but, don't totally you, but don't you think, like, there's a narrative reason for why Konohamaru would have never wanted to kill Orochimaru? Like, I like your idea. It's one I never even thought about. It's fucking cool as shit. I think that would be like a yeah, really cool motivation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, I think it's a dope ass motivation, actually. But I think, you know, in hearing you say that, like, I instantly thought of a narrative reason, and that would simply be Orochimaru serves a function for the Leaf Village, and Konohamaru is a, is a fucking professional, if anything else. So there's no way he's going to put his own desires ahead of what's good for business, what's good for the Leaf Village. And that, well, yeah, yeah. Pick up on it. I'm talking about Konohamaru even as a kid. Like a lot of this stuff gets instilled to you when you're when you're young. Naruto's hard work got instilled to him when he was young. Mm. Konohamaru, when he was disobeying damn near every single order, actually tried to strip his grandfather of the Hokage title every single day, potentially even multiple times a day. He wasn't really following rules. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility if Konohamaru was actually strong enough to actually go get it back in blood. But Konohamaru just never had that drive. You think? I he, mean, you think he would have been able to even can like? I'm like oh, that's the problem. Like, the he never he, tried to. I, uh, that's yeah, the okay, problem. What that's saying. what I'm saying. He should have went after Orochimaru, but that would have been a death wish. So, honestly, in my opinion. But I, that, I, no, no. See, look, this is the overall problem. If Sa if Naruto originally tried to go back and actually fight Orochimaru to get Sasuke back, it would have been a death wish. But Naruto spent them three years with Jiraiya, building himself up. Also, of course, you know, the Nine Tails played a very big part in that. After the time skip, he pulled up on Orochimaru, and it was on site. It was, and Orochimaru didn't even do, he didn't even kill any of Naruto's loved ones. Konohamaru never had that veracity, he never had that hardware, he never had that, he never had that, that personality to do something like that. I just don't necessarily think he got the drive to be great from the get-go. I don't know, like, I Who think anybody who's striving, if anyone who's striving to become a king, if anyone who wants, who says they want to be Hokage, and they're trying to be the king of their land... I think they got that drive. Now, how that manifests, I think we all just have to realize the writer is going to write, right? They fucking suck at writing sometimes. And they kind of drop the ball with Konohamaru very much so. And I think that's just the answer to the question. But I think in terms of the lore, like you said, the lore says that he should maybe want some smoke with Orochimaru. The lore says him being the student of the seventh, learning shadow clones, Rasengan, sexy jutsu, transformations, and all that stuff. Him being the grandchild of the uh, third, him being the Sarutobi, the Lord tells me he should be up there. Now, where the writers wrote him is different. I don't know. Look, it, look, he fucking he showed up with a Rock Lee and in and Ten Ten and fucking Choji, uh, Cho, Choji and, and, and Kiba Yamcha. He showed up with them versus Ishiki Otsutsuki, <laughs> and the last person standing was Konohamaru Sarutobi, while everybody else was on the ass. I don't know what that means. But I think that might mean something. I think Konohamaru, unironically, might be the strongest Jonin in the village. I don't fucking. It know. means it means absolutely. <laughs> to be fair, that last part was a little cap. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. Hey, look, 
we could talk about this till we blow in the face. I just don't necessarily think that Konohamaru should be where he's at right now, but his personality led him to this place. Again, for example, let this is a perfect example. Oh my goodness. Let's say hypothetically Orochimaru kills kills the third Hokage, and this man actively tries to learn Sage Mode because, of course, that was is in, in his lineage, Senju and everything like that. He could have had Sage Mode from, from he was a young kid till now, and it made him immensely better naruto even said it like he's a lot better now than what he was when he first learned sage mode and konohamaru i don't even think that he's ever even tried to learn sage mode like let's keep it a g like he just never had that drop uh, yeah, sage mode i don't why, why would he want to learn sage mode why wouldn't he no i'm saying like, like why specifically sage mode i don't understand that right there would just be a, a power-up like getting any sort of power-up Okay, okay. I thought you meant like specifically Sage Mode as it pertains to like Orochimaru and Hiruza. I, di- I just didn't get the connection is all. I, I don't know. I feel but, like any power would do. Yeah, I think Sage Mode would be pretty... Like Monkey King in my Sage Mode, I think that'd be pretty fucking sweet. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Like anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, writers are going to write. We'll see. We'll see. Do you guys think that it would well, be a diff- uh, another Ninja War? Oh, definitely. I think so. Um... I think the the fifth great ninja war could be the Shinobi War. Um, look, I think the era of Shinobi versus Shinobi is kind of coming to an end. Um, if if it hasn't already, I mean, any war they go up, they they enter into is going to be them versus something else. So I think it's going to be like the Shinobi World versus the Otsutsuki. Um, I always say this on my streams. I think I can envision like some Avengers Endgame scene where like fucking dimensions are getting ripped open left and right, and fucking Otsusuki are descending down from the heavens. The Shinobi world, the Shinobi world is on fucking red alert, and they all come together to fight them. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, something else to mention though, um, how Kawaki, um, he can suppress his chakra, and only Boruto can sense him. And something cool I thought of was like, what if now that Borto's unlocked this ability, um, he starts to randomly sense infiltrators like Otsusuki who are pretending to be human who have already infiltrated Earth. Oh, like how um, Naruto can sense uh, Black Zetsu with Sage Mode? Sorry, I'm eating the cookie. Hey man, cookies sound good, bro. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, exactly like that. Like, um, now, now that he's unlocked this ability to sense Otsusuki, um, now all of a sudden he's starting to like, what the fuck? Like, why is this random dude walking down this alley, picking up like, like why I got my fucking spidey sense going, you know, crazy right now? Mm-hmm. And then he follows him and he fucking fights this uh, Borto fights this dude one v one in the fucking alley. It was some dope shit. And then he beats him. Um, and and it turns out like, hey, like I'm just like a a, a vessel for the Otsusuki. Um, they're fucking coming. He gets some kind of warning or some shit like that. I think that'd be really dope. And that kind of sparks Boruto to go off and um, kind of train and become more powerful and tap more so into his Otsusuki power. I don't know. I think it's fun, though. You, you know how well, there was, like, ninjas that was on Tail Beast level? Do you think that they should introduce yeah. some ninjas that's, like, well, they already are at Osuski level? Yeah, definitely. Well, well, real- well, real, real quick, I, I do want to touch on what Melo was talking about earlier, and I think this goes on to the to the overall point. I mean, in regards to them essentially saving things f- for plot reasons, and Melo could essentially 
potentially tie this onto the Genjutsu thing, even though I think it'll be too much on, a, on an even grander scale. But that's besides the point. I think a free game, by the way, we we, we, we settled that discussion already, the Sarda versus Kawaki thing. But in regards to sensing people, Wait, Naruto should have been able to... Remember when we had the Kawaki versus Sarda debate? We, yeah. we settled that. We settled, Yeah, we settled that. But, we, when, when did we settle it? Well, I went on. I went on. I went on. Um, Metal Stream the other day had like a three-hour discussion about it. Oh, I did not hear it at all. <laughs> I didn't know yeah, nothing yeah. about it. Yeah, check out my. Um, I had a final thoughts video. I did like a three-hour stream. It's only like an hour for the 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 debate portion, but yeah, I give my final thoughts on it. All right, I'll check it out. Oh uh, yeah. So when it comes to like sensing negative energy, Naruto should have been able to do that. Like Naruto. When he had karma, should have 100% been able to sense if a model had some sort of ulterior motive, but they, they just didn't really do that. Not only that, Boruto should be able to sense that as well with his Jogan, because in uh -huh. the first arc, he was sensing a bunch of negative energy throughout the whole entire first 12 or excuse me, 14 or 15 episodes. Who are you like talking Boruto about? With his, Boruto with his Jogan. No, no, you said Naruto should be able to sense who? Amado. Amado, oh, Amado, okay, yeah, that's to a see damn if he thing. has any sort of negative energy or if y'all theories could possibly be true if he's an Otsuki member undercover, mm. they should be able to sense that. But it just so happens that they aren't necessarily able to. Now, with Boruto's Jogan, this might be a little bit different, mainly because Tone did actually say that it would go dormant, and of course, it would potentially be the Star of Hope. Now, we don't know exactly what the Star of Hope really means, but in the future, it could possibly mean that Boruto can possibly search out and actually find exactly who the undercover Otsuzuki members are, and that right there could potentially be what saves everybody from the Otsuzuki clan's potential invasion, if that's actually the case. Hmm... I like that. I like the idea of that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we have to have that war. Definitely. They're going to have that in their back pocket. The Boruto series borrows so heavily from the Naruto series. So they'll definitely do that. Um, what what kind of war are you talking about? You're talking about ninjas versus ninjas, ninjas versus Otsuki? What are we talking about here? I was thinking I mean, more of ninjas versus yeah. ninjas. Oh, no. I don't see that happening. You don't see that yeah, happening? Yeah, I, I don't think. No. Nah, Kawaki even said it. Post time skip, the age of Shinobi is over. I don't really think that would be the case. Like, if people were banging Shinobis, I don't think Kawaki would really be saying that. Like, like what, what would be like the narrative reason? Like, the meta revolves around the Otsusuki. We're far past the point where, like, like ninja on earth need to be bickering amongst themselves. At this point, well, the main like problem is like fucking from space, and we need to all come together to handle that shit. Yeah, there might be like small little bickers, but like war level. Nah, I don't, I don't see that happening ever again. Well, Melo, again, yo, you need to watch Attack on Titan, period, point blank. But I'm going to use another example. I'm not going to give any spoilers. But they thought they had an overall grander enemy, mm. but somehow because of because they're essentially arguing about how to handle that enemy, they essentially started conflict within themselves. Right. And I think this could potentially be the same. We even talked about this with Boruto and its karma seal. Essentially, the karma, the Kato, the Ka, the Kages were asking Naruto, like, yo, are you, are you going to handle this? You see what I'm saying? It could be a certain situation where we talked, we talked about this, essentially the Shinobis versus the Hidden Leaf Village. Now, we think that Naruto and Sasuke, even without their hacks abilities right now, would still be able to demolish everybody. But it's still a possibility and even more now because they did lose karma plus the Rinnegan. I don't think that'll ever happen because even when we had like um, 
I just think it takes certain personality types for that to be the outcome. I mean, I, the Rakage from Shippuden was so volatile and so aggressive. And what the Rakage we got now, um, Dairy or whatever his fuck his name is, um, he's so fucking chill. He's always Dari. been chill. Gara. Yeah. Gara. Dairy, Dari. My boy. Um, but Ga Gara is like real fucking chill. Like, yeah, he, he spoke he spoke the truth, but like that was just out of respect. Like, hey, like this is what you need to do. And Naruto, he's very um pragmatic. He heard him out, and I believe that he was going to kill his son. Um now that's neither here nor there, but I do think we don't have the personalities for this to be the kind of situation we find ourselves in. Yes, there could be squabbles, but an all out war especially with like the looming threat of the Otsusuki, the era of peace being officially done and people wanting to conquer our planet. I think we're past that at this point. No, I completely agree with you, but in regards to an eventual, like hypothetically, if something like that did arise, I think that would probably be the storyline. Yeah. Cause you know, you humans, know humans are always going to get into it. Like at the end of the day, they're, you know, they're, they are humans and humans always, seem to have some type of conflict no matter how long the peace lasts the peace has to end at some point in time and like they've been in the state of peace for how long now i can't really say it off the top of my head but they've been in the stage of peace for a about while 16 now. years about it's been 16, decade, 16 years. Decade okay. yeah so, but that's one of, yeah go ahead but that's one of the themes in like hollywood right like humans are squabbling against each other but then like the aliens come down like some independence day shit now all of a sudden all the nations want to come together and form some conclave of, of of nations and now we're working together against a common enemy that's always been like the theme of like media and like pop culture so i don't i don't see that happening look there could be a look it, we would have to defeat the Otsusuki threat first and foremost. And I personally think there are, there's, I don't think the Otsusuki are like the big bats. I think there's people above them. But let's just say work with what we know. The Otsusuki are the be all end all. Um, we defeat them. We neutralize that threat. And then I could entertain them having like a war or some kind of conflict. We, we got, but not. We got, we got, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we got people like Amado who's making cyborgs that are like stronger than osuskis like jigen and shit like that so like what if like I, if i was, if i saw a war popping off what if it was just like the the nations against amado what do you mean See, like, but that but that, that wouldn't be shinobi then we're talking about something fundamentally it, different yeah yeah it would be cyborgs versus shinobi yeah that's true yeah i just don't think the, i just don't think the shinobi are gonna fight each other yeah, I think I think that that's a little bit long gone. I think if again, if we were to actually want for some shinobi conflict, we'd have to go to the rogue the rogue nations, like the nations that haven't necessarily been tapped in, the nations that aren't necessarily at peace. I think that right there would definitely be something amazing because again, a character that no one really knew about, some rando named Nagato automatically became one of the most elite ninjas out of thin air because he somehow came across a renegon we don't know how that happened something like that can possibly be brewing one of those oh, other we do know. nations oh, wait, no, we do know yeah obito gave it to him yeah no no we we know but in regards to like for example at that time like sunata ain't even ain't, ain't know nothing about that like let's keep it a g the kages ain't know nothing about no nagato he was essentially from, running the hit from the perspective of the characters within the actual 
Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. like, for example, Naruto right now probably doesn't know of a, a Nagato part two. You see what I'm right, saying? Right, 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 no right. one, story wise, right. they don't know. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? So, a character from one of those other villages could potentially be on a level of like a Nagato. Of course, not saying that he'd be any threat to, like, say, a Naruto or like a Sasuke, but of course, that would be something for other nations and potentially even Hidden Leaf Jonin plus Boruto and the rest to handle. If of course, of course, if they can't handle that, then of course Naruto and Sasuke, but they pop up. But stuff, stuff like that, I think that would definitely be intriguing. Let me ask you a question that ties into both of your points. Um, at the end of like the tuning exams, we saw a model get kidnapped, and for somehow, some way, I mean that conflict in and of itself was so piss poorly written, to be honest. But it raised some interesting questions. Um. And Amato asked himself, who the hell told you about me? Like, how the fuck did you find out about me? So I think to, to the point, like, there are clearly factions out there. I mean, look, we could say maybe Shikamaru secretly set it up. I don't know. I don't, I don't see any evidence for that. But there, there's clearly factions out there who want weapons to wage war. And clearly, like, there's some kind of intelligence being spread around about Amato's prowess in, in providing said weapons with his, his technology. So I think that could play a role into a war um, if we're talking about something like that. But um, I would say a motto for them to get that kind of power, I think a motto is like one in a million. Um, so that kind of stuff, I, I think we don't have enough, you know, intelligent individuals like in a motto to provide enough power to a, a smaller nation to scale to the bigger ones. Um, but that would be really interesting to me. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I oh, go ahead, Rock. No, no, go ahead, Rock. I was just gonna say I see I see what Melo's saying. I definitely agree. But here's the thing that we have to understand: Amato, of course, he's special. But in regards to creating things, he isn't really he isn't he isn't really anything special because he himself said all the things and the information that he did actually get came from other scientists. So it wouldn't necessarily be totally far fetched to think that those other scientists could potentially have something along the lines. Of, of course, the cyborgs. And we already seen this back in episode 70-something, I think around 70, 74, 75, during think so? the Misky Retrieval arc when we did see the synthetic human beings. Those things were literally like stage one of of what we did see in, in regards to like a Delta or something like that. Those were like just prototypes. The Hypothetically, it, yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily be out of the own possibility if two years down the line, current times right now, we, there's, they're a lot more advanced. Like, not saying that they're on Jigen's level. Let's say they're on like a Delta's level. Let's say they're on, they're on like a, a Gara's level. It wouldn't necessarily be that far-fetched to think there's like an army of like 50 of them that's extremely elite in another nation or something like that. I think, I think at some point, just as time progresses, technology is going to get that, to that point. And if the Boruto series continues or the, the franchise continues past Boruto, depending on how far in the future, I think technology will, will be the definitive meta. Now, of course, they will keep their foundation in like tech, like Chakra and Shinobi shit, I believe. But I think it's, it's all but confirmed. It's very much so the, the point. Technology yields a superior result than traditional Shinobi train hard, for many years and develop and hone your skills. I think it's all but saying, yeah, no, no, technology is the best way to go if you're like an average fucking shinobi and, and you from from like you're starting off and you want to be like fucking Hashirama tier. I'm going the technology route. Fuck all that training for 10 years just to get maybe fucking Konohamaru level. <laughs> so 
and, and to that point, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think as time progresses, technology will too, and we would definitely see. Because look, we thought it. Would, this is the reason why some so many. What? What was that? Somebody say something. No, my computer started playing. Some oh my. Yeah, my bad. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, you're, you're no, you're fine. There's a reason why so many people are like butt hurt at the depiction of um, Naruto and Sasuke and Boruto, and, and myself included, because we were under the mistaken impression that Six Paths, Mode, and Rinnegan, or Rinnegan Sasuke were like gods here and they're super powerful. In actuality, and I think this is the case, they're not that powerful at all, and they never were. Um, like, even Ishiki Otsusuki, we consider him like, he's fucking amazing, he's a top tier. I, I don't even think he's that powerful relatively speaking again i think there are gods above the otsusuki and similar to how um karama was like the big bad threat that naruto had to get over Ooh, not really he was never really a threat like maybe in the moment every now and again but he in my opinion he helped naruto in terms of fights more so than he hindered him and, and i think that's the same dynamic with the momoshiki Ooh, momoshiki is going to take over his body spooky he's the main threat the otsusuki but I think when you look past like their motivations and actually look at why they do what they do, I think you'll come to a certain conclusion that there's someone running them. I, I mentioned this in my last stream. I have a video coming out about this. I'm not going to go too much into it, but I asked myself, why is it that the if the Otsutsuki are in charge, they are in control. Why is it that it's a prerequisite? It's a requirement for them to kill themselves in order to cultivate the divine tree. Who the fuck would ever do something like that? Like, why is it that the that Boruto and Kawaki and Code, the vessels, can even tap into the Otsusuki's power and knowledge pool? What utility would that serve for the Otsusuki? And then that ties into, like, Boro and his cult. And I, in the video that's coming out soon, I talk about how I believe in the Otsusuki culture, the vessels are typically willing participants in this process. And that's why Momoshiki is always so frustrated with Boruto when he tries to bring back his consciousness. Because typically to them, if my theory holds, the the vessels like Code, they they want to be sacrificed. And it would make sense why they would be able to even tap into a Momoshiki's power or a, a, an Ishiki's power in order to protect themselves long enough for that Otsusuki to fully reincarnate. Otherwise, it doesn't make a, any utilitarian sense. What, what from I was their perspective, under the impression is um, that's the reason why the karma seal was brought into place. They would sacrifice themselves to the god tree, but they would um, put their karma seal on a vessel so they can resurrect in the future. Exactly, and, and that's the point. I think that's the main primary focus of the karma seal: a way to bypass death. Right. But if you are the one that created the ten tails, why would you then have to? create a mechanism in which you bypass the death of a thing that you made like why why even make it so that you have to kill yourself in order to cultivate a divine tree well that's why I they think... travel on, with that's why they travel in pairs though that was why that what that was brought up for so one asusuki can sacrifice the other asusuki to the god tree and they can take they can eat the tree um i'm sorry the fruit and gain the power no, but, I'm, but what i'm saying is why are they the fuel for the seedling tentails to begin with well, I don't Why, think that if they're you, their only fuel, though. Um, I think that the they they just produce better fruit. So you think you can cultivate a divine tree without an Otsutsuki sacrifice? They were able to do it in the um, Great Ninja War. 
No, because because remember, um, Kogia came down to the planet with the tree already intact. Now, oh, I have a theory. Okay. I have a theory that said, and yeah, that ten cells from Shippuden is the same ten cells from um, Hagoromo and, and Kogia's era. I have a theory that says that half of Ishiki that Kogia bisected. I think she sacrificed that half of his body to the ten cells cultivating the tree. She comes down to Earth and she eats the child. That's my theory. But I, I can't confirm that, of course. Mm. And that same Tentails was turned into like the moon. Um, and then, of course, that's how, you know, the cots got it and so on and so forth. But the whole thing with that is why, if you create the Tentail ceiling, why also make it so that you have to kill yourself in order to cultivate the divine tree? And then behind that, say, okay, okay well, not only do we have to kill ourselves, but now I'm going to create this mechanic in which we can come back to life. Um, because we were too stupid not to make ourselves the fuel for the thing that cultivated the divine tree. It just doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah. No. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Yo, I ain't gonna lie. In a series. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I ain't trying to think that deep into it, partner. <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the look, theories, look, look, but this, look, this is look, my hat territory, partners. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, well, look, I think, I think they're valid questions, right? Like, like why is it that Boruto could tap into Momoshiki's power. If the Karma Seal's primary function is to rewrite his vessel's genetics and then resurrect, what utility would Borto or Momoshiki ever have, the Otsusuki in general, ever have for having their vessels so tap into not only their power, the tree, but also their knowledge? Behind that, say, okay. Well, well, let me throw in a have... hat real quick. I, I think it wouldn't necessarily be a, a utility. It would be a necessary hazard. One of the things that we do understand that is that everything doesn't necessarily have an upside. The clear upside to having someone get a karma seal is to revive into that body. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it wouldn't necessarily have some 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 negative feedback. I think the negative feedback would would be Boruto essentially, or the vessel essentially trying to reject the Otsutsuki member. Now, in regards to Boruto gaining the information and gaining a lot of the the knowledge that Momoshiki does have, I think that just comes from the fact that Boruto is essentially his body is being rewritten into Momoshiki's. That right there, is, I think, is necessary for that process to actually happen. What was actually explained is that Boruto is slowly becoming Momoshiki Otsutsuki. Now, again, this could possibly just be a, a, a necessary negative. If that's the case, then of course, so be it. Of course, the positives just outweigh the negatives in this particular circumstance. So, but but this this is the reason why I'm asking the question because you, you didn't really answer the question. Mm. Like why? Like, I understand you saying his his genetics are being written, but I'm saying like, what is the reason? Like like okay, why? I, I'm trying to figure out another way I can rephrase this. Maybe it'll help. But what reason? I don't I don't know how else to rephrase it. Like why is it that Borto? And tap into the power. Even if we're gonna say when he first got the karma seal, and he was starting to top, um, tap into the powers. Um, if, if you want to say, okay, he got the karma seal, his genetics are being rewritten into that of the Otsutsuki, and then as it progresses, um, he has more access to the karma seal's power. If you want to say that, I would say we know that there are built-in functions in the karma seal that prevent things like duplicate entities of the same person existing simultaneously. Right when, mm -hmm. um. Ishiki manifested the karma seal and Kawaki dissipated for that very reason. So we know mm -hmm. that they built in fail saves to prevent certain mechanics from happening. Mm -hmm. It makes absolutely no sense to me 
why you would want the vessel in which you're invading their body and trying to take them over to ever have access to your power, to ever have um, access to your knowledge. That's a, a huge one for me. There's no utilitarian purpose for that outside of the fact that it would make sense that vessels typically are willing participants in the process, similar to a code, similar to that cult that Boro founded. I think the Otsutsuki go to these planets, um, cultivate religions on these planets where they have willing sacrifices. And we know vessels are so rare to find. You would have to go through millions of if not thousands of hundreds of thousands of people just to find one viable vessel or they can come to you and they can willingly sacrifice themselves to you. And I think that's why it's so strange for um, Momoshiki when Borto, he's trying to grab the horn and break it and trying to come back into consciousness. And you keep seeing um, Momoshiki say, how dare you? What do you think you're doing, um, you inferior creature? Like, and I think that's because he's he, he's saying, like, how dare you, vessel? Like. This is not what vessels do. Vessels are supposed to participate. Vessels aren't supposed to fight back. What the fuck are you doing? This is so weird. And I think that might be the case. I don't know. I don't think it's tinfoil hat. I just think it's interesting. Little clues sprinkled throughout the series to kind of dive deep into like the culture of Otsusuki. If we want to like know more about them. And that's what this video I'm, I'm, I'm coming out with um, tomorrow or probably the day after tomorrow is going to touch in on. Well, see, here's it. It's tenfold hat because you're div you're digging deeper than the surface. I think the surface it would just be that everything isn't necessarily for a reason. You see what I'm saying? I mean, how there how could else be would you dig though? Like, yeah, you dig. In, at, at any point, you dig is going to be beneath the surface. So, like, well, should we not dig in general? No. Well, it's the same thing as like any other jutsu. Every jutsu has a weakness. I mean, it's not saying that everything has to be for a reason, but jutsus have a weakness if you if you tap into eight gates you're gonna die sealing the nine tails into naruto naruto could have went rogue and destroyed everything like everything has a weakness everything doesn't necessarily have to be for a reason of course one of the weaknesses to the carbon seal could possibly be hey the vessel might actually take your information and knowledge and wealth and do the wrong thing for it now it, it's it's kind of mitigated mainly because there's no actual way to stop the progression of the karma seal and eventually no matter what the vessel actually does unless he decides to force quit or rage quit he's going to turn into that otsutsuki member so i think it wouldn't necessarily matter if hypothetically the information gets into the wrong hands it would just really matter it, it won't matter because the otsutsuki member is going to revive somehow some way eventually right i don't know i just i think that's so i don't want to say boring like a boring way of thinking about it but it just seems like i don't know look maybe i, am I get deep, it deep in it hey maybe i am maybe i am i just i think no. i think there's a question there and i think there might be an answer there and i think it's fun and interesting to explore the hypotheticals and the potential i mean look we always we come on these streams and we always talk about how much we want to know about the old suzuki but there's actual clues throughout the series that can lead us to some tangible explanations I think that's fun and worth exploring. No, one hundred percent. Questions like that are definitely good to good to ask. But we have to acknowledge we throwing on the ten four hats now. Let's keep it a G. We can't just say, "Oh no, we keep it all on on the up and up." No, we we diving into the loophole right here. <laughs> I mean, you can I'm a little, like, you can say that, but at that point, then we're talking about any theory, any speculation. Then now we're all ten four hats, right? Well, no, the whole thing is. For example, I think I. Well, Another tinfoil hat thing, and people bring this up a lot of times. Are the 
because the old Suzuki members right now, it seems like they have a fixation of getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Are they getting stronger to fight a stronger clan? Like, that's another tinfoil hat theory. We don't know. Now, of course, again, as you said, everything has to be for a reason. Why are the old Suzuki members constantly trying to get stronger? So, but I think there's an actual answer for that. And, like, I, I don't think, like, think? I don't think, like, when you ask that question or any question in general, um, and then you say, okay, well, we don't have enough evidence to say definitively something, so let's not ex- explore the question. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I think, yeah, that's. No, that's no, I'm, I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you should. I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying we have to call it what it is before we answer this. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely an interesting question. But again, I just personally believe that there is still negatives to the karma seal and that right there is just a necessary negative now you might think it's a boring answer and of course digging deeper into that might be worth the conversation but that's what i personally believe right right now well i mean look, look we're having a podcast we're having a conversation i think it's worth it mm-hmm. my only contention with tinfoil hat is is that it's a little dismissive it's like it's, it's as if to say um this is like um t- to explore this thing is something um i'm stupid no, I think it, it, it's the wrong word for the situation. For example, I considered Kashin Koji being Jiraiya a tinfoil hat theory. That was completely out there. Just because I'm saying it's a tinfoil hat doesn't mean what you're saying isn't true. No, it's, oh. de- it's definitely possible. But think, what, I'm, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is like somebody said that to you, Kashin Koji was Jiraiya. And then you're like, like man, that's crazy, bro. But then they present nah, like people have. But no, 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 I don't think you were, I don't think you were, you were around back then. There was a theory on chapter 16, if you got, if you don't recall, chapter 16, there was no inclining that Kashin Kochi was dry, and a, and a YouTuber shout to this guy because he's a legend, and some of you guys might know him, Double Four Anime made a legendary thumbnail, essentially comparing the two, or putting some of Jiraiya's signs on Kashin Koji's mask and everybody was like yo this could be true and then all of a sudden things started to fall in place when Double Four Anime originally uploaded that video everybody like I wouldn't say everybody because I didn't do this but a lot of people were trying to clown him and say oh it was just clickbait Double Four Anime is doing this all the time doesn't that sound familiar oh it's tinfoil hat oh this is crazy conspiracy theory doesn't that sound a little bit familiar well Clickbait and tinfoil hat is a little bit different. I didn't call it clickbait. I might have called it tinfoil hat. But again, me calling principles the same. The principles the same. Yeah, definitely. So again, I think it's just my my wording tinfoil hat is probably a bad word to use in this particular time because I definitely think it's possible. I definitely think there could potentially be a reason as to why you feel me that that is the that is like a negative to the karma seal, and I'm just not looking at it. But as of right now. I just, I just want to see. I just want to look at on the surface. But if we're, gonna, if we want to have that conversation, I'm open to it 100. percent And especially in regards to like Boruto, especially with him, man, because he has a Jogan. I think one of the things that a lot of people don't really think about is that you know a lot of people always talk about the Jogan potentially, and I, I talk about this sometimes too. The Jogan potentially being something that could like force the Karma Steel to not actually, to not actually work on Boruto. But again, Momoshiki seen that Boruto had the Jogan. Now he might just he might have just been desperate in that situation, Malum, because he was about to die. But if that was the case, I mean, we definitely have to talk about something like that, especially in the case of Boruto. Not only because he has Jogan, but also because he's the main character. I don't know. I, like I feel like if I was on YouTube when Kashin Koji first surfaced, 
that would have been an obvious conclusion for me to draw that that was dry. Nah, <laughs> nah. Like, like 100%. <laughs> like, like, it was so obvious, bro. Yeah, like, like, I agree. It wasn't obvious. It was not. Like, it was not obvious. It wasn't some rocket science. I was around when he first got introduced. I, I know that for sure. I was reading the manga before when he got introduced. It, and I was like, that most likely could be Jiraiya. But it, I, I get what you're saying. We didn't, we wouldn't, we wasn't, we didn't know for definite until um, the mask got cracked, and then they like confirmed that he was actually Jiraiya's clone. No, 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 no. All right, I, 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 I want to chron- oh, wait, wait a minute, because I think this is interesting. I want to chronicalize exact, chronicalize exactly what happened with Kashi and Koji. Okay. The first appearance we see in Kashi and Koji was him in a hood with a bunch of other Kata members. All we right, knew right, right, right. was that this guy had white hair. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Like, and yeah. People were saying, that's dry. I'm like, hey, yo, what? Next thing you know, this man has a toad. Now we're saying, hey, wait, what's going on? Because this is when he fought against Victor, and he yeah. and he completely destroyed him with the with the fires that yeah. aren't extinguishable. Right. A, lot, a lot like the, um, the Amaterasu. Next thing you know, he says he has a connection with the Hidden Leaf Hills. Mm-hmm. Now, at that point, I think, yeah, we can potentially say, all right, that, that, that's that's Jiraiya. But I think, but before that, other than the fact that he had white hair, like, it wasn't nothing. Like, cool. So you're saying that they was already bringing up those theories when he was first introduced, when you didn't see his face or anything like that? When we, no, when we just seen a white hair, we see yeah, him in the hood. Just seen the hair in the hood. Yeah, okay. All right. I hear I'm saying. like, hey, yo, what is going on here? Hey man, I don't know, but I I, just, I I think it's cool that you know the fact that we're even invoking his name because he took a limb, like he, he stepped out on a limb and said, you know what, you know I have an idea about this particular thing. Let me go out there and, and put it forward. Now now that dude, I remember that dude. That dude, yeah, he had a lot of click, but like, yeah, I remember that guy. But whatever happened to that guy? Well, and that's not the here nerd. <laughs> that's not the here well, nerd. No, no, what? Well, real quick, I do want to say shout out to Double Four Anime. He he's an absolute legend in the Naruto scene. He's been a, around since like literally, they were during like the pain arc and stuff like that. Is when he still around? The, well, I he's not really uploading Boruto content. I wish he was. I tried to get in contact with him a couple of months ago and tried to get him back on a. I wouldn't necessarily say the grind, but just see exactly what he thinks about it. But I definitely, want, I definitely want to see what he thinks about the the current state of the manga. I think the last thing that he did actually talk about was um, it was actually before Barium Mode. Like we don't even know what he thinks about Barium Mode. Like it's it's insane. Again, this is an absolute legend in the, in the whole entire scene. Yeah, I remember seeing him a, a while back. I, I was never too much on his stuff. I do remember clicking on some of his videos. And like I don't know, I guess the the word in the community was like he was just known for like pure clickbait, like this clickbait where like you'll put certain stuff in your titles and then maybe the thumbnail. But I think like I think he was just known for that. I can't really speak to it. Like like I said, I'm not really one for you know talking shit about a man behind his back. Right. But um, I would be I would be interested to have a conversation with him. I think that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you get, definitely. You ain't get a response from him. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, I comment on his video. As far as special guests, you think you have you been reaching out to anybody, bro? Nah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate nah. that honesty. <laughs> no. Yeah. But if we could no, get a special man. guest on, who you think we should get on next? Bro, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure to be honest. I'd have to look 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 in the archives. In regards to like bigger names, I'm not sure. There there's a lot of people that hit me up about wanting to be on a podcast with I'm not sure. Like who? You've had Naruto explain all right. Yeah. Yeah, Naruto explained. We had cycles. Mm-hmm. We had um, it's Meek. Um, 
I think um what's it called um Hito Maki I want to get on the podcast too. Yeah, yeah just talk smaller creator. Mm. So you you know Kito Maki? Yeah, he came on. Um, I think this is the same person. He came on in my my final thoughts on our debate, and he came on. I was opening live. Oh like, hey, yeah, I want to talk, and he came on and um, he gave a, a pretty interesting take. Oh yeah, he he st- he thinks that um he he thinks that Kage is stronger than Momoshiki. That's a top for a different day. Well, <laughs> a different day. I mean, hey, yeah. hey, my. Hey, my, my boy pretty much agreed with me, but hey, I, I'll, hey, I don't know. What, what what do you guys think about this? Do you think that uh, well, Boruto has fused Momoshiki's power, or like, do you think it's just base Momoshiki? Since that's all ooh. we see. You should watch my video. Ooh, ooh. I want you make you got a video. I want to make a video about that. Here you come now, partner. <laughs> well, it's coming out tomorrow. Think, I'm gonna just say this: for it to make sense, he has to have fused Momoshiki's power. He got because the cold fight is is there is telling. That right there is insane. You feel me? We we knew how strong Borushiki was, but Borushiki with Chakra for him to be going toe to toe with Cold, a character that we thought would be stronger than Naruto. Again, people don't want to say that Boruto stronger than Naruto. That's fine with yeah. me, but just just here again. Here you go. Just going off of Boruto versus Cold for it to make sense, he has to be part fused Momoshiki. Flat. Then why do you think so, we always see base Momoshiki when they um, when they bring like when he's in his consciousness when he's talking to him? I don't know. I don't That's know. funny. That's so. I was literally having this conversation in the stream earlier. <laughs> That's a coincidence, I guess. But um, so I think two possibilities are true. Um, I'm not trying to get tinfoil hat. Um, so okay. So. I raised the question, why is it that, um, okay, so, you guys, you, I talked to Free Game about this before, um, I think I made it a little too overcomplicated, so I'm going to simplify it, um, mm. so I think there's, there were four versions of Ishiki at any given point, the original Ishiki, as far as we know, which was in Jigen's brain, the Ishiki that existed within the Karma Seal on Jigen, and the Ishiki that existed on the Karma Seals on um, Kawaki and Code, respectively. And we know Ishiki has to exist within Code's Commerce Seal, even though it's non-functional, mm-hmm. um, because Code can draw power from it. Therefore, there has to be a, a digital copy of Ishiki within there, fundamentally. Yeah. So the four, co- four, right. exactly. So four, four versions of this character. Mm-hmm. Um, the original Ishiki was killed by Kashin Koji. He died in the brain of Jigen, and then um, triggering the the resurrection process. And then Ishiki, as we know him, versus Naruto, Sasuke, and Boruto, um, was born born anew resurrected um the one on koaki dissipated and then code of course he still has that i think they'll do something with that in the future if my theories are correct um now koaki kills ishiki steps on him he dies but then his quote-unquote soul visits code before he goes to the afterlife or so people thought right um i'm going to tie this into boruto as well um so i saw now my theory is that that wasn't a soul because the original Ishiki died in the brain of Jigen. Um, that's where the soul, I would think, would be. Not the digital copy, the avatar, the cookie of Ishiki, which is what was uh, manifested when he reincarnated. Right. So I think um, the fact that Code's karma still had a physical reaction, it literally made noises and smoke came out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think a soul can affect the physical um, plane in that way. I think that was just a projection. Um, moving forwards, right? Um, 
So how does this tie into Boruto and Momoshiki and the fusion and is that or isn't it? So I think two possibilities are true. Either one, Momoshiki can transform into that fused version similar to a Goku transforming into Super Saiyan. He can do it at will if he so chose. Mm -hmm. Or two, that version of Momoshiki, the fusion version, the Karma Seal didn't have enough time to copy that version of Momoshiki before he died. And when Momoshiki, Fusion Momoshiki, placed the Karma Seal on Boruto, the Karma Seal reverted back to the only version of Momoshiki it had originally, mm. which was base Momoshiki. And that's why moving forwards, we've only seen base Momoshiki, simply because the Karma Seal just didn't have enough time to copy Fusion Momoshiki um, within its um, data. Um, so I think I think when we saw Momoshiki, oh, you've strongly inherited the power of the Otsutsuki, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was the soul of Momoshiki having last words to Boruto before he went off to the afterlife. I think all that was, similar to Ishiki and Code, I think that was the digital avatar of Momoshiki, um, the one that we've been dealing with thus far in the series. I think that was him having a conversation um, with Boruto, and as he faded off into consciousness, um, that's why he kind of dissipated like that. It wasn't him going to the afterlife. It was no, him. I never kinda thought he was going to the afterlife. I always thought it was more like a, um, similar to like Karama and Naruto, where he's like sealed inside of Boruto until the time where he can uh, release the cell no. and pretty much resurrect through him or come back. Oh, for real? I never heard that take. Huh. So, so where did Kinshiki go then? That's the that's what I'm saying. I don't know. He said that he said that he always um the well, he is that, yeah he used to, to sacrifice your power to your superior or whatever whatever it was or your predecessor yeah, or something yeah, like that. Mamoshiki oh. ate Kinshiki and then he gained his powers and abilities um from there and then that that Mamoshiki was killed by Boruto and then that Mamoshiki placed the Karma Seal on Boruto and then thus far we haven't seen that fusion version of Momoshiki since which is why I, I believe it's the Karma Seal fundamentally being technology first and foremost it, um, it would be dope was, though like if, if like in, I'm sorry to cut you off like with the second Karma Seal or a second stage of the Karma Seal or if there's possibly a third stage like you know how Kenshiki had those chakra blades those those pink ones that he was fighting with uh, fighting against <clears throat> Sasuke with yeah. Boruto's will the nose yeah, yo, a, a, a third stage of the Karma Seal would be fire. It would be fire. I mean, I couldn't, like, imagine, like, he, he's doing this versus characters, like, regular characters, but, like, imagine the third stage is, like, Ishiki Otsutsuki level. Like, that'd be insane. Exactly. Yeah, that's I think that's possible. Because I always said, um, you know, Boruto, he can tap into the power of Momoshiki, which we're assuming is base. I think that's obvious. And then the knowledge of Momoshiki. But if we're working under the assumption that the Karma Seal was able to copy that fusion version um he could have not he could have two otsutsuki powers right the knowledge of kinshiki if it works out that way once they fuse if, if there's a part of him left um he could have like the knowledge of kinshiki the power of kinshiki along with momoshiki and i think that is fucking absurd that's that's beyond nasty like i don't i don't want that to happen i think it's fucking insane like it's too op <laughs> it's too op <laughs> too op that's why Hey, um, we uh at one point we said that we was gonna start letting like people come on to the live. You want the guys want to do that this stream or you want to wait to the next stream to like just play well, we'll, we'll probably do it next. 
No, no, we already two hours deep. I, I definitely go through the comment through the chat and answer some questions. Though, if y'all got any questions, let us know in the comments. Well, in the chat below. Um, Pacific Pacific A said, "Could Amato be an Otsuki free game analyst?" Say that one more time. <laughs> Say that one more time. Pacific Pacific A said, "Could Amato be an Otsuki?" Can a model beat Otsuki like by himself or like build? No, no. Can he be an Otsuki? Oh, can, can he, he be, be an, an Otsuki? Yeah, that's what I've been saying for yeah. the longest. I think that he's an Otsuki. I think that he is an event. Well, he's a vessel for an Otsuki. I don't think Amado specifically is an Otsuki, but I think he's a vessel in the same way that uh, Shiki use is, is use um, <laughs> what's the name the monk. So I mean, I, I, right. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah, true, true. I, I think Memo got the same theory too. Not if we're if I'm answering the question directly, can he be one? Yes, he can be one. It's possible. Um, what is where are the odds that he will be one? It's up in the air right now. I will lean more so towards he. Hmm. I don't know. You can go either way. There's no evidence to support the claim. I think he well, definitely could be. The reason I think why I think cool. that he he could be an Osuski because I don't think all Osuski is the same. I think some like like for instance, like I brought up that um. Uh, what's his name? Can't remember his name. What's the other third? The third Osuski that came with with them? Urushiki. Urushiki. I don't know why his name always falls out of my head. He was considered a scout. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's it's possible. It's possible for him to be an Osuski or be a vessel to an Osuski. Maybe a lower rank Osuski that's trying to, you know, raise itself up in rank. I mean, it's always possible. You don't know where they can go with it. That's true. All right. The next. The next. Uh chat Kymel robinson he says if that's the case why use a sword in the time skip i don't see that happening it's too op come here's the thing the 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 post time skip the writers already came out and said everything isn't necessarily going to be one-to-one i think boruto in the time skip when he really goes full out he's probably going to activate the second stage of the karma seal and we don't see him activate the second stage of the karma seal versus, versus kawaki i think a lot of things were probably omitted because they don't one they don't want to want to spoil everything and two they probably didn't really think of everything at the beginning in in, in episode one yo what's the question hammer 23 in the chat bro big nc hammer what's going on yo a, a big dog <laughs> we've been asked, we've been trying to get this dude on here for the, like i've been on his comments like yo you need to hop on our podcast and he actually came on here that's dope What's up, man? Yo, yo, we talking Mitsuki. Yo, we've been talking. Yeah, Melody Lime saying this tenfold hat theory is about the Carmesil, the Otsuki clan, Urushiki, <laughs> a bunch of stuff. But nah, no Mitsuki talk. If we were to talk Mitsuki, we'd say how Mitsuki is probably related to Tonetti in some sort of way and dive into that theory or something like that. But I don't know. <laughs> yo, so yeah. uh, just want to ask NC Hammer if you want to be a special guest on the next podcast, definitely let us know because we've been trying to get a def- um, get somebody else on the podcast as well. Children. Children. Um, somebody sent something on Cash App, so I think I should, we should answer the question first, real quick. Who? Um, yeah, rock out. It's FBK. I don't know if that's the same name on the on you know their YouTube name or whatever, but they say who is most likely character to die next? Who's the most likely character to die next? Konohamaru. <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all laughing? Why y'all laughing? <laughs> Yeah, if if we're being a hundred percent, here's the thing: Konohamaru is one of the core people in regards to the, of course, the overall storyline. And if we were to have a death, it would probably be Konohamaru. You know, 
I love oh, the command. Big shot. Yo, Big Shot. NC Hammer says for sure. Let, let's get it. He says anytime. Yo, it, it, yo, we'll, we'll we do this every Discord, single Tuesday, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Discord. We do this every Tuesday. Around. We try to get at six o'clock. Free game was a little bit late today, so we started at, at what, like um, like eight. <laughs> Yeah, we started. Late. My bad. Just gonna keep on blaming me for that. <laughs> It'd be fun to have him on. I think that'd be pretty dope. If you got Discord, love to hear Hammer, you yeah, just add me on Discord. I dropped it on the chat. Yo, 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 Saren L, yo, Saren SL in the chat. Yo, I know you. Yo, it seemed like you were calling a Hammer fan. I'm sorry, bro, but but my guy asked me a question. I gotta answer it truthfully, bro. I gotta answer it truthfully. But yeah, yo, some people think that. Oh, yo, Cal Jane in, in the chat said it too. Um, some people think that Shigamaru might die in the, in the upcoming chapter. I don't think that's the case, but hey, you never know. In the upcoming chapter, there's no way. Yeah, because they're gonna be um, uh, what's it called, fighting against Cold, and we all understand Shigamaru isn't necessarily on that level, so he could possibly die. But I don't. I think it's a little bit too early for Shigamaru. Oh, NC Hammer dropped his Discord. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to. Yo, to be honest, I don't know how to work Discord, but I'm gonna try to add it. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> Y'all had you, bro. Hold on. Add a server. Oh, home. Discord home. What the heck? I don't know how to do it. Just go to add friends. What? Add friends. I don't see it on here. Go to friends. Oh, bro. It's right here in green. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to Discord, bro, I'm a boomer. I am a boomer. Facts. All right. So uh, let's answer a couple more questions in the chat because I'm probably about to end it real quick. All right, El Slimy, he said this a couple of times. He said a prediction for the next chapter. Yo, again, it's all it's all going to be determined if Cold actually does take Kawaki before Naruto and everybody else pulls up. If Naruto pulls up to Cold, I think we should see Naruto versus Cold. And again, this right here is going to be absolutely huge, Malin, because it puts to rest the ideas of if Naruto actually has Sage of Six Pass mode still. Some people think that he could possibly have it. Some people think it's only going to be Sage mode. But again, if he genuinely goes into a real legitimate fight versus Cold, we would see if Naruto actually has Sage of Six Pass mode. Not only that, of course, we want to see what Shikamaru could potentially do versus an old Suski character. We've already seen Shikamaru versus, like, um, I, I think it was Momoshiki Otsuski. He got destroyed. He couldn't do anything versus Momoshiki. Momoshiki absorbed his shadow paralysis jutsu. But a character like Cold, where we're not completely sure if he can absorb chakra, he does have the karma seal, but we haven't actually seen him absorb chakra yet. It might be a certain situation where he could possibly do something, finesse or finagle his way to be helpful with Naruto versus a character like Cold, but you never know. But I honestly think that all that could possibly be deaded if Kawaki just takes, I mean, if Cold just takes Kawaki and then leaves before Naruto pulls up. If Cold takes Kawaki and leaves before Naruto pulls up. Um, possible. Uh, look, look, there's, look. There's no scenario in where I see Naruto not fighting after introducing Sage mode in the way that they have again. Having him have two clones in the background ready for combat, having Shikamaru accompany him. And I also don't think you can kill Shikamaru off next chapter because he had he hasn't done anything in the new era yet. So we need to establish him to the new gen um viewers first. Because believe it or not, there are care um, people who have not seen Borto. I mean, um, Naruto. They just started out with Naruto. Naruto, yeah. Yeah, so we need to establish Shikamaru first. So he has to have some kind of shine. And yeah. then maybe you can kill him off. But no, there's no way. 
Oh, so yeah, you're definitely. saying that he has to have like some a big battle before he die. Or like like, 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 like Mujino. Like, like a like a dope moment. A really cool moment that elevates his character and then once he dies, um or if he dies, I think he might die to a model. That's just my theory. Um but once he dies, um then it means something. Because right now it really wouldn't outside of like the OG fan. Yeah, I was saying like like, like Mugino. When Mugino was like it, in the manga, we we could care less about Mugino dying, but because he had a lot more screen time in the anime, he went on a whole other arc, and he was like the star of it. And you know, of course, when he died, it was a lot more impactful. And then we, of course, we got to see his funeral and everything like that. I feel you. I still couldn't care. Um, I hated that character. That I'm is crazy. What about Sai? you? Hate, hate Mugino? No, 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 we can't get past this. You hate Mugino, but you like Konohamaru. Hell yeah! What? I hated that character, bro. That character was so weak, bro. Hey. Look, 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 wait, wait, wait. This, this hey. is coming from an Iwabe fan, okay? I'm not. I, I, I will have none of this. I will have none this of this. This is you're, horrific. You're a <laughs> fan number one. You're a uh, Iwabe fan. Number Legendary one. franchise. Stop it. Legendary Stop it. Academy student. <laughs> Legendary Academy. So if Konohamaru was the first person to die, who you think would take him out? Like who who's taking Konohamaru out? Oh Lord, Cho Cho maybe. Cho Cho. Let's have uh, it. Come on. Let me hear Bar. Let me hear it. Let me hear it, bro. <laughs> Yo, I say Ada. Ada taking him out, bro. He gonna fall. In, he gonna simp over Ada, fall in love, and Ada taking him out. Oh Lord. Hey man. Yeah, that's a good question. Gonna who's the next to die? That's a good question. I don't think I don't think he's gonna die. I don't think that happens. He already has a character development. We understand he's not the strongest, and of course, he doesn't really. As as you talked about with Sasuke, Konohamaru isn't gonna serve any more purpose anymore because he's not the leader of Team Seven Wait, anymore. Hey man, uh, I'm using was, your logic against you. Pop. That was an That's that was an problem. honest answer you gave with Konohamaru. I, Legitimately, I don't know if this yeah. is, a, is this a no, running this, joke or just an honest answer? No, yo, I think. The best thing to do for Konohamaru's <laughs> legacy right now is end it. Because, I look, this isn't anything against Konohamaru. <laughs> yo, okay, yo, y'all, y'all gonna make this seem like I'm terrible. This is not anything against Konohamaru. This is oh, all, ag- this right here is all against the writers. The writers, yo, you might as well kill him off if, you, if you're gonna keep doing this to Konohamaru. Yo, I, I'd, I'd rather Konohamaru get his well just deserved right now than just have him being like the the yeah. ongoing punching bag like a Kiba. No, please spare they my say, guy, Konohamaru. My man saying Mello. Mello is the tinfoil hat wearer. Okay, that's me. I'm tinfoil hat. You think Konohamaru, who has no relation to any of the big bad um, action that's about to happen with the, with the, the big bad villain. Is going to die? Like, what is he going to die off screen randomly in some side panel? So, he going to get, get hit with a big jutsu that nobody that it wasn't aiming at. <laughs> I know. Y- like, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to up, so I'm going to be following no. up. <laughs> Yo, free, free. This dude is not even in the battle. And this dude, like, his answer is, oh, Kona Amaru is going to fucking die. Like, there's no yeah. way. Bro. Well, what? I don't I don't think they meant, like, who's going to die in the next chapter or anything like that. I just meant thinking yeah, no. overall like, who's going to be the next the person ne- to die. The next to die, I think it's reasonable to assume we're in the middle of a battle with the main antagonist of the series right now. I think so you it's, think somebody's uh, going to die during this battle? Like, not necessarily, no, I but I think if we're asking the question who's more likely to die the next person, I think we have to look at the main fight with the main villain right now and say, Yo. there's a ton of motherfuckers yeah. more likely to die than Konohamaru who's like at fucking Ikaramen. <laughs> 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 
out here eating ramen, smashing uh, Hinabi. Uh, he out here doing something other than where where the action is. That's what I'm saying. All right, one more question. Anybody else got any more questions in the chat? Yeah, yo, people think I hate Konohamaru. Yo, Konohamaru is my guy. I'm just <laughs> letting y'all know the truth. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. Yo, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it, bro. I talk about you. I, yo, I talked about Iwabe. How I talked about him. Y'all know, y'all know how I feel about Iwabe, bro. When Gara, yo, if I was around when Gara when Gara fought against um, what's his name? Um, how do I forget his name? You know what I'm talking about the Akatsuki guy, the first daterer. If I was around, bro, I'd yo, I'd have been, I'd have been killing Gar for being the first person to die in, in Shippuden, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I, bro, I'm gonna be 100 percent honest. This ain't anything new. This ain't anything new. I mean, Gar trash. I mean, what, what else can you expect? I mean, man got soloed by one Akatsuki member. Like, you kidding me, bro? All right, wait, wait. Ruben apply. He asked the question. He says, "Do you think Shinky will be Chicago's Jinchiriki in the time skip?" Ooh. I don't think so. To be honest, I, I think Ooh. as of right now, the Tail Beasts they like to be free. They have they've been free for about just over a decade after being like over like a thousand years of them being incarcerated and stuff like that. So I think <laughs> them just jumping back and being another Tail Beast held inside of another vessel. For lack of a better term, I don't necessarily think it'll be the best idea as of right Shikaku now. Who didn't even want to be in the um in the coffee pot? <laughs> or the yeah. I, or whatever. I think that'd be a pretty dope idea. No, and yeah, I that's, think that... that's really dope though. Like as far as an idea goes, <laughs> it's a fire <laughs> idea. I think Yo, Saren um... says. <laughs> what are you saying? No, I was just you know Saren in the chat basically clowning me for for, for my Kona Harmer take Saint Barry stop. He is not your guy. Yo, Kona <laughs> Harmer is my guy. Bro. No, stop lying. Stop the cat, bro. What, what are you doing? Stop it. Oh yo. snap! My son is in the <laughs> chat. Wow. <laughs> little yo, Fortnite. Shout yo, out. shout out yeah. to Little Fortnite. Yo. Big shout out to Little Fortnite. I love you, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Oh, that's dope. Oh, man. Yeah, that's fire. But yeah, so all right. So this the end. Are we gonna answer another question or what are we doing? I get how how can they make Damon relevant during this fight? What, what do y'all think? He's sleep right now. He's sleeping. Um, um relevant during this fight. No, I mean, yeah. See, I, I don't think I don't think he'd ever come during this yeah, fight unless it's like an emergency, like Boruto wakes up, Naruto's there, Sasuke pulls up. If it's like that, then I think, all right, now Cole got to call for a little bit of backup. You feel me? Out of nowhere, Kawaki gets his carbon seal back, activates the second stage. Uh, <laughs> now, now he gotta get Damon involved. But <laughs> yeah, I think off there. I think yeah. bringing Damon in that's a, that's a little too much. We're doing a little too much. Um, yeah, I think yeah. he's, well, he's I think, gonna be brought in somewhere. Do- more farther down the line if he did Probably. hop in um i do think a cool way we know like they're heading to the location naruto and shikamaru like maybe some fodder ninja accompany them and they attack him similar to like that scene where like um pain like the um yahiko, yahiko pain was attacked you know versus kakashi um he was attacked by other fodder ninja and they had this dope scene where like they did his 360 um, panoramic view around um, pain now that like the the ninja were attacking he fucking wiped mm-hmm. them out i think they gave him a dope moment like that against fodder ninja that'll make him really relevant and cool like konohamaru correct 
What are you talking about? No, no, I, like I, I mean Iwabi. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I mean, my boy Iwabi lost like uh, Wasabi. Like this, this dude out here creating like whole ass cat monuments. Like hey, I'm playing. I can't joke around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got in the pie, brother. We got in the pie. My son's playing right now. He got in the pie. <laughs> hey, y'all be easy. Y'all have a good rest of y'all night. All right. <laughs> Next right. Tuesday, yeah, y'all be back next Tuesday, six o'clock. Hopefully, free game on time. I'll be on All right, y'all. I'll be on time. Gonna, like, hopefully, we get NC Hammer on here. That'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be dope. All right, y'all. All right. All right.